0: Hey yo, flip! Yo, I'm gonna put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They Got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's what's out- the name? Uh, Maestro's Maestro's classic. Gee money's up front. I've been I'll put, put you. With I'll you on put the, you on. the, man, man. You on the you sure? Man, you forgot where I brought you. You forgot where I brought you oh, up there. Man. You forgot? You forgot about Ghost? All right, all right. Who is what's the name? Ghost, you know
1: him? He cool, <laughs> man. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's classic bed care products yes. today at Target cvs mm-hmm. or go on com and use the promo code queensflip to get 10% off 10% that's it i
0: thought I thought it was free if you put your
1: are you crazy
0: all right i got it make
1: sure you go there today log on maestros with dot s.com i'm from queens g money yo what's up man we back we back at it <sighs> How you feeling? i feel all right man i feel good long good. day long day flip the script has been sure. yeah Doing good, man. We're jumping up on the charts. Mm-hmm. Jumping up on the charts. That feels good. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you, know, I wonder, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they, they're they becoming uh, they becoming fans, you know? Yeah. And they're saying that, yo, Flip, you got to let niggas talk like... I, I mean, think this is the most you let that's anybody what talk. What These
0: mean? last, like, 10, 12 episodes is the most out of all our shows you let people talk. So they're they still saying that. That's crazy.
1: I don't know what... You see... I'm not a regular interviewer. This is why we're able to, to have a rapport with these fellas because it's the right. comfortability. If I'm not gonna sit down and I'm talking like my homie, yeah, these niggas get the shit wrong, man. They want me to, oh, so what did you do yesterday at the Really? And, no, nigga, <laughs> no. That's not how I feel. Yeah.
0: But you look good, man. You know, I feel good. We back. Yeah, yeah, man. definitely. I respect it, though. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, um, they're gonna talk either way, man. Even when I'm saying something crazy, they still blame it on you. So, yo, it, yo, it, it, they it get that shit. It don't you. even matter. You got me
1: in a lot of trouble, G. Ooh. <laughs> yo, yo. What's up with you, bro? You be wild. I'm <laughs> chilling,
0: man. You,
1: you, cool. you try to start it today?
0: i try to start no, it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chill out. Chill out, <laughs> I, man. I had
0: it on the screen. I was ready. Yeah, yeah.
1: Come on, man. You, you good?
0: I'm good. I'm cool, man. Yeah.
1: Happy belated birthday to my nephew, Dawson. You Facts. Happy
0: birthday to my son, Dawson. Yeah. Nice yeah. weekend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Appreciate y'all bringing go Nico, yeah, yeah, yeah. And princess over. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> they
1: said the don't know how to skate. They was showing
0: tricks. I saw a video. We went skating Saturday, that that day.
1: And you know, but he been skating. You taught him how to skate, like not nah, just he,
0: he just started? And he's doing tricks. Yeah, <laughs> stop. He watched roll bounce like every day.
1: That don't mean you can learn tricks. He got to practice. Well, how the hell he practicing? Come through. You I saw see. a video. I oh, saw a video. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's nice. <laughs> I don't know. That kid is special. You know what I'm saying? You be lying a lot, so You want to take you? You put him in training. No, he's in in the house skating in the hallway. That's it. I brought him skating, and he just got it. He went by himself so over, went around. He's nice without without the thing. No thing. No, he just been going.
1: Equal, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> <It cool.
0: laughs> but I feel good. G money. Yo, you ready for this episode? Another classic. Ready, yeah. Uh... I seen this man on, on the big screen. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited to meet him.
1: This, this <laughs> dope. Gee, we did see him with a big screen, man. We did see him with a big screen. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is that, you know, we want to get down to the bottom of every story. Everybody have an opportunity to come here and talk. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And I don't think that a lot of people... Hold on, pardon me. I don't think that a lot of people understand that there's... His side, her side, and the truth. Facts. Okay. And this man has stated that... He's coming here to tell the truth.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's only it's only one way to do that.
1: Oh, definitely. Oh, you ready? Come on, come on, come on, boozy chill. Let, let let's slow down. Let's slow down, boozy. Don't get yourself started, man. I see you the eyes. I'm on deck. G money, yo. Episode, motherfucking 106. nigga. We made it. uh oh.
0: Mm.
1: Got a special guest. Talk Harlem. About Talk about it. Up Harlem. hmm My man Big Bootsy, round of applause for him again, please. Appreciate that. What you do to your brother? I'll give, I'll my give. brother
2: Double Way.
3: Double Way? Sean Sh- Boy yeah. Double. Uh,
1: Sean Boy Double. Okay. okay. So what's okay. it? Double Way or Sean Boy Double? Sean Boy Double. What does that mean? At me, you
3: already know Hurts oh. up? Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, here we go. Come on, big, shout big chill out, man. Boy, double, big facts. Oh, double chill, man. man. Come here yeah. with that craziness. All right, man. yeah. You had you had you had my bros on this couch, I've been in tune. Oh, okay, mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, CK, yeah. shout out to the big bro. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. You know, Fact. you know, the
1: very well. Yeah, facts. I'm yeah. watching.
3: Oh, appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah. Salute, yeah. Salute. Yeah. Yeah. how
2: y'all doing, man? Paul me, you know, We're doing great. <clears throat> No complaints. Everything is good. Life is good. You know, eating good, staying, staying keeping the youth looking. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it up the par. A lot of people that we grew up with looking like they old as hell. So, <laughs> you know. But I'm no, here, I'm here I'm to state the facts. Out the gate. Don't hype me. Yeah. Out, out the, the gate. You hype, right. All the niggas is ill. So all they, yeah. They, they yeah. They when you hype the niggas, they go crazy. And, and we, we gonna, gonna keep it real all day long. Never. We Let's go. Uh, we we we
3: official in old Harlem. Like the fifth floor, when y'all had gang Lou, mm-hmm. just left Gangsta not too long ago. That's our bro, like he said. But when they talk about the fifth floor, that was our floor. We the fifth floor. So Lou got it mixed up. So we on the couch. That was our floor. That's our building. Yeah. They lived on the first floor. We lived on hey, the fifth he floor. They lived on the first floor. We lived on the fifth mm-hmm. floor. They family was our family. Our mother was their mother. They mother was our mother.
1: Break down, what I didn't understand the, flip, the fifth floor. He said that there was some crazy people on the fifth floor. That's what I got from it.
2: In my building, in AZ's building, <clears throat> the fifth floor was
3: an old lady,
2: Miss Evans, next to us. An old lady named Miss Riggins around the corner. And then it was somebody else.
3: My man, Jarrell.
2: Jarrell and his parents. Yeah. Then we had... Which was gangster Lou's friend, which is our friend too. His, uh, his name Thaddy it's Baby Thad. <clears throat> they moved in later on after we already made noise already. But we was Thad and them was right next to us. But we was the only ones on the fifth floor, as far as that's concerned. And gangster stuff, or as far as gangster living and gangster this and gangster that, we were not about all that gangster shit. We about if you fuck with us, then it'll get on some gangster shit. That's what it's about. So we was the ones on the fifth floor, apartment hmm. fifty five, seven twenty three Saint Nicholas Avenue.
3: Born and raised in that joint. That's our building.
2: Exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the feeling we're gonna have like the gangster Lou and uh, what was the man's name again? Fox, 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 <laughs> Fox yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah, that, yeah. that, kind of
3: energy today. He's ready. Nah, that's my, that's my, that's my, our brother. That's our brother. Bro. Uh-huh. That's our brother I just man. left him. He is in the wood. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't that's that. What I that, mean? That's he big just, bro. Nah. He
2: just maybe didn't, I didn't, I my brother was telling me about the interview, so I really didn't, I really didn't see that part about the fifth floor. AZ said something to me about it, about the fifth floor and all that, but AZ knew I lived on the fifth floor, so I don't know what was actually said, but we are the original the people from f- the fifth, fifth floor, but that is Lloyd.
3: not to cut you off, I think he was talking about Blue. Blue, Blue is, is from third floor. No, Blue was um, on the fourth floor. Fourth
2: floor. Yeah, Blue is an OG that was before AZ in them time. And he was getting a lot of money, a lot of, lot, lot of money, good dude. He put security in our building, which was street niggas, but he made them secure the building in a professional manner with a desk in the front. He did all that type of stuff. And he was an OG that we all looked up to. When we going out, to, we, he, if he was there in the morning we going to school, he be like, yo, y'all going to school? How y'all getting to school? If we got to take the train or the right. bus, he put money in our pocket. He give us $40, $50. And we in junior high school, Taking y'all getting in the cab. He was that type of dude. Hmm. So that's before AZ started all this AZ, Alpo, Rich Porter era. That's way before that. You know what I'm saying? So, but <clears throat> that's we, neither here nor there about the fifth floor no more. Let's get into some deep shit. Oh, wait, wait. wait. He, he said something about a guy named Lloyd on the flip. Right?
1: Did he say Lloyd or something like that? Lloyd?
3: No such nah, person. Nah, okay. it's no, no Lloyd. I think he said Blue. I think he got Blue. it mixed up with Blue.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay. He probably had a little mixed up. Okay. And Blue, and Blue was just an OG. Like, and real quick, <clears throat> about Blue, like, was he one of them? Because who was
2: getting money back in those days? You're talking about? Was he one of those people? Was he more low key? with it or people yeah, who knew him. He was more low key. He wasn't the flashy type guy buying cars and all that, but was getting a lot of money. But he was a he was definitely a gangster. He had a lot of a lot of beef with people on the other street like 148th and Amsterdam and Broadway with um um Mr. Nick and um everybody know Mr. Nick, you know what I'm saying? And Mr. Nick is a good guy, but They all was going back at it back then. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to get too deep into that part.
1: Respect, respect.
2: You know what I'm saying? But that's who Blue was. But he was somebody that was getting a lot of money. But it's before the AZ Alpo Rich Porter era. For real, for real. So, you know, Lou Nordy is talking about. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you ain't going to remember everything.
3: Right, right. Yep. See so when y'all have these podcasts and shit, y'all be having people like me in tune, yeah. and I sit there and I watch. I might blow my elm <laughs> and I catch on. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? I like that guy. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. fact. I'm, that's my bu- that's my build. That's <laughs> yeah. a fact. That's a fact. We and here. I'm gonna
2: give it to you day one after. My boy, Blue, and God bless him, he passed away. His brother, Russell, was one of my good friends. Started smoking crack later, and I took him off the streets and started him doing parties and all that stuff. And, you know, he started drinking and backslid on me, disappeared on me after one of my parties at, um, that I used to do at the Savoy Manor in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, big up to both of them. So, But after that, I'm going to give you all how AZ started in that same Building after Blue doing $60,000 a day hmm. as a teenager, 15, 16 years old. And I'm going to take y'all back to the cleaners before he even did that. Facts. I used to do the deliveries. In the Paid in Full movie, y'all seen the deliveries that was made? Mm-hmm. I hmm I was a young boy, and I wanted to uh, get some money. I, you know, I used to tell him, y'all, I want to get some money. I want to make money. And he was like, um... <coughs> He said, "Well, I ain't really got enough for you to do right now." And I used to watch him do the deliveries. And I said, "Yo, why well, I can't do do the deliveries?" He's like, "All right, I'm gonna give you a chance. Matter of fact, you can do the deliveries." He used to tell me the address to take the clothes to. I would I would do the deliveries. So I'd take the clothes, come back. He would pay me $20, 30 dollars, just because he is a good dude. And he wanted to make sure, I'm, you know, that, that I got paid and honor what I was asking him. So I used to hang around the cleaners with him at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. AZ was a regular person, uh, a person that's working, you know what I'm saying?
1: Before we get into that, we got a couple of questions we want to ask you before we get into okay, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's, 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 let's take it back a little bit because you're you, you, you going there, but I, I want to make sure we... Narrated that you know what I'm saying okay, like want to go. get to who who you are as a person you know what I'm saying like okay. you you personally so you you born and raised in Harlem yes yes um indeed. both parents yes and my parents
2: still together to this day wow congrats wow, I'm close that's dope I don't post that okay, facts yeah. yes
0: that's dope so what kind of kid were you growing up what, what, what kind of kid were you you, was, you know before you um, you know
2: I went to school at uh, we used to live 141st between Lennox and Seville f- I went to uh, PS 175 and then you know that block was so rough. My moms and them wanted to, to leave from there mm-hmm. and get away to have a better life for us. So it was it's me, my brother, and my other brother. I have a middle brother. He's in North Carolina right now, named Anthony. But um, they wanted a better life, so we moved to 146th Street in Saint Nicholas mm-hmm. for a better life. So I went to a PS 153, and you know I met a lot of peers. I did a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Playing hooky running around the hallways doing crazy shit, but I still did my work also. So I was in between all that. Right. So after that, I graduated. I went to Stitt junior high school, did the, uh, the, the still playing hooky doing my work. Did I, I, I actually did my accomplishments. And then I went to Adolph Randolph, um, Um, Phillip High School, which is at City College. It's a high school on the college, on City College. I went there, got into a lot of trouble here and there. My mom moved me down south, went down south, came back from down south because a white boy called me a nigga, beat the shit out of him inside the lunchroom. They Mm. kicked me out of the school, had to come back. I went to Westside High School where, well, let me back that up. I went to um, Park West. Before that, getting in a lot of trouble. We was robbing niggas and doing a whole bunch of stupid shit that wasn't necessary. My brother came there afterwards and mm-hmm. they heard his last, they heard his name and then they was like, oh shit, I hope you ain't gonna be like your brother. Spanish <laughs> niggas jumped
3: me in that joint. Spanish
2: <laughs> niggas jumped him, he mm-hmm. called us, we come down there. Fuck my deep. whole block. Yay deep, Fuck we that. go down there. You know what happened after that. But See, the Spanish so good, niggas was like, yo, they say one word and they all reacted. So, mm. but anyway, that's the life that I used to live. I used why to you wild out. So much,
0: sorry to cut you off. Why are you in so much trouble? You, you think because it's just an just
2: environment or your friends, peer pressure? Or? Peer pressure mm. and keeping up with the Joneses, Hurt doing you. a bunch of stupid shit that wasn't even necessary. Right. You know what I'm saying? And. I wasn't scared. I wasn't fearless. I was always one of the little skinny nigga to set it off at any time. Mm. W- what we waiting for? Punching somebody in the face quick. <laughs> and you know, I was basically like a ring Real leader. New
3: York days. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah,
2: yeah. Like like uh, your boy <laughs> Juel Santana said, we from the city, city where, where the skinny, skinny niggas, niggas, niggas ride. ride. Yeah. And that shit is like real.
0: That was my anthem with fucking some weight and shit. You know? <laughs> couldn't just play with <laughs> any block
3: in Harlem. Like you might can go through some. But certain blocks, you know, you getting fucked up. Like some people look at Harlem, like you know, you got different boroughs and shit like that. You know, I got my my, my buzzins in them out there in the hallway right now from Brooklyn. The homies, the big homie Spider and all that. Like my, my 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 homie Phil. Like some people be thinking like, yo, Harlem niggas is soft. <laughs> but if you're the king of one four six in Saint Nick, like you ain't just fucking with a nigga. Impossible. You getting fucked up. Impossible. Impossible. You getting fucked up. That's when it was really unity. It's different out here now.
2: But I don't I don't know about the Harlem niggas soft stuff. I don't nah. know hearing that.
3: When you I know what I'm talking about. When they you, come now, when it comes down to burrow shit, you feel me? Burrow shit like certain niggas be I, thinking like I think niggas is scared in. to come across the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been coming to Brooklyn since I was a little nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. I think
0: outside looking in you. People see Brooklyn as like the toughest barrel probably
3: yeah. in New York.
2: Nah, but that's that's a fact. They look yes. at it like that. Yeah, like,
0: so like, that's, you know how, you know that's how that's how that's and, all I'm saying. I, like I think like Harlem that. is more so like the the, the 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 slick talkers, the fly guys, you know what I'm saying? They yeah, so get some money. people. Yeah, we go
3: back with all the Decepticons that. from if, Park if you don't West know, fighting with them. You know we, them. We we had a fight with the Decepticons
2: act literally running through the train tunnels, fighting with them back then from Park West High School because Park West had Brooklyn and Manhattan at the time. So we did all that wilding out, fighting, shooting, stupid shit back then. Right. So yeah, Brooklyn definitely looked at it as that.
1: They said uh, a tough block was the block that Cameron lived on.
2: What block is that?
1: I don't know what the block. I forgot the name of it. But they said that that block was a tough block as well.
2: You, what you trying to say? 139th? He, he's saying forty. One thirty ninth. Cameron not from forty. Cameron he, from the east side.
3: Is that's what you put? Like you just what? listening to the rhymes when he be saying forty all, no, all the time. I
1: mean you know this. The, I guess there's who the 40th? said
2: that? Who said Cameron is from a tough block?
1: The building or whatever block that he was lived in, I heard from numerous people that that building that he lived in or that block. He's was from, a tough from the block, east like
2: side. He's from the east side, and so the I guess block, it's the one
1: forty if I'm talking about. No, one forty if
2: he's not from there. He's not from there, but is that a no, tough block? One fortieth is a tough block. Not the block Cameron. That's my boy. That's family. Like, but I don't know his block for being a tough block or his building being a tough building and none of that. Was that the block where
1: the two guys, um, there was a story. I don't want to get into the story. I don't really know. I don't want to make sick the story, but uh, basically, um, one guy, I guess one, two guys were running the block or whatever. One guy got shot and then the nigga went around the other way instead of going the other way to the hospital. I don't know if you know the story I'm talking about. Mm -mm. Um... I'm gonna get it for you, and I'm gonna ask you about it later. Yeah, then, I'm but gonna find that, out. It,
2: it, I mean, that ain't really a Cameron story that I know of anyway, but 140th, 114th Street, those are like two of the craziest blocks in Harlem. Okay. You can't even go through 140th like that. Them guys, they might be mad at each other, but if they got problems and they, they can yell one word, they coming out of the buildings like roaches coming and it's gonna be a problem. You can't come 140th between 8th and 7th. You go through, if you're not somebody that is somebody, you go through 140th starting off at 8th, or you might even start off at 7th Avenue. But time by the time you get to the end of the block, you even gonna be you're gonna be robbed for all your shit, your shoes, your whatever. If you go through riding a bicycle and somebody like it, you the bike, you are gonna come out walking without the bicycle. You go through on a dirt bike or a motorcycle and you stop on the, at the light, hmm. somebody's jumping on that bike, kicking you off. And if they might say, yo, let me get a ride. And you let them ride, they might ride your bike all day like it's theirs and then come back and give it to you with no gas. Or they might tell you, man, my nigga ran out of gas on 123rd <laughs> Street. That's where it's at. I'll tell you where it's parked at And that's it, straight like that. If you're not thorough, don't go through that block, can't. 114th was a little more mild than 140th, but it was still a crazy block. 140th is one of my good friends, well, two of my good friends, they they are my brothers. Uh, Jay Black, Ghost, Uh, my boy Cliff was there. Um, Who else, a few of my good friends there. You know what I'm saying? But Jay Black, when we get into the meat of this conversation, Jay Black Mm -hmm. was one of the beginning people, which was Rich Porter lieutenant when Rich Porter started really, really being Rich Porter. Jay Black was, he was supposed to come up here with me for the interview. But he's from 140th, and he's a well-known, well-loved 140th person. Mm -hmm. And it's not, that ain't the block that you want to go through if you're not somebody that is anybody okay what
0: block are you were from again
2: you, i'm you, from 146 st nicholas okay and i go through any block and been through any block good. always was good yeah always i'm good. always was good <laughs> what's up. any block in harlem
0: so i guess i guess being in that environment that now i see you know that's what kind of made you the, the person you were growing up and, and got you into a lot of trouble because you, you kind of had to be tough and had to be kind of show show out a little bit you know what i'm saying we yeah. like
2: to have fun we like to get money i grew up just getting money and watching You know, the AZ, the Alpo, the Rich porters just doing their thing. They was somebody I always looked up to. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do the same shit. Fuck that. I want to ride around nice cars and have pretty women and get a lot of money and jewelry and all that. So it's like, fuck that. I need to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I also grew up fighting because I was a slim nigga. Everybody wanted to try the slim nigga. My pops always made sure we was fighters, period. Mm -hmm. I used to beat a lot of big niggas up. So... You know, and but I'm known for riding the dirt bikes, getting money, mm. and being around the big boys. You know what I'm saying? So that kinda took me there watching what they was doing. And right. that's what I wanted to do. I want I my mom's always worked. She used to work at banks. She used to sell money. A bank called Indo in um In Desirewares. In was or something. They used to sell money. And um, it was a chemical bank, so she used to take us to work with her. So I used to watch and see stuff. So Mm -hmm. that influenced me first about money and being somebody to have money. But she always held it down. But she always made sure we had stuff. Mm -hmm. But we didn't always have it when we wanted. But she always made sure we got it later on. Everybody else can get it like that. Fuck that. We wanted to go and get it how we need to get it.
1: What, <clears throat> what block Big L was from?
2: 139.
1: 139. Yes. And um and Fell crew and all that stuff over there. Like that's
2: um Big L's one from 139, McGruff, you know, um Maces from 133rd. maces one from one thirty third and all the other guys i don't know exactly where they from i know mace personally his sister that's my home girl just talked to her a few days ago um like last week sometime um mcgruff is my brother i did a lot of stuff for him had me him and big l been on tour together i brought them down so i spent probably about a hundred thousand doing some stuff with them when big l was alive Mm. touring before he was got killed and was about to sign with rockefeller I was going to actually have him sign with me, but he told me he was about to sound Rockefeller, and I was like, all right, cool. Let's do that, and, and we get on. But he's from 139th.
1: Can I, I, and I want to ask you a question, and this is going to go into the story. Um, <clears throat> just be on the subject with Big L. In your opinion, why that people, and, you know, I'm not going to, Talk about things that I know. You know, I did hear things and speculations. I'm not going to put you guys in a position to say anything, but I have a question. hmm People that kill other people in Harlem, they mm-hmm. are allowed, not allowed, but they walk around for a long time. You know, I heard the story. I heard the real story what happened behind Big Al, brother, and all that crazy shit. Yeah, his brother, Lee. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, his brother, and that was locked up, and I heard the story what happened about it. But, you know, same thing with the Alpo situation. These people, why do you think it's like that, like why do you think, are they picking and choosing where to go? Even the guy that, that, that did something to Big L, allegedly, you know, I heard that he was around, you know, at some points going to-
2: He got killed. They he, he, did, he did get killed, he, he did get killed. killed,
1: but he was going to the, the full functions that they was throwing for Big L being funny, and I'm saying why was he allowed to do that?
3: He dead though right <clears throat> now, right? Well, yeah, he
1: dead right now, but he is dead, but Sometime why was he allowed to do that?
3: You gotta be patient.
1: Okay, I can yeah. argue with that. If that's, if that's your that's true that how you feel, I can argue with that.
3: Yeah, everybody don't but move you want to know way.
2: how it all happened and came from afar? A what happened was Big L, Big Brother Lee. I can speak about it now because he's he's not here. I know the story. I, I didn't know if you wanted to speak about it. I know oh, the story, I too. Don't, I don't yeah, yeah speak fuck, about it. It don't make me a fucking difference. It's, I mean, it just, it's crazy and it's sad that that shit's still happening to this day. That block is like... They all still going through whatever they going through. You know, his Big Lee son just got killed. I didn't know Big Lee's son got killed. He's dead. He just recently, last um, month, sometime. Yeah, last wow. month. So that's due to the same shit that's going on from with Big Big Lee. What happened was it was four Big Lee and three other dudes it was best friends, and Big Lee. And one of the other guys fell out but two of them was more cooler than each other and these other two was more cooler than each other but one of the two was beefing with each other big league in it with one and then <clears throat> the bullshit happens then the other friend couldn't get big lee because big lee was locked up so what they do they get big l that's what happened with, with, wait, with, wait, with, wait, with my, wait, my brother. Wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> what about the nigga that saw Big L outside when the nigga ran in the building? You forgot about that? You remember that part as well, what I'm talking about?
2: Really, I don't know that part. I don't know all the distinct details. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just fucked up that... <clears throat> you would kill a person like Big L I which heard. is a good person is a sound. good role model somebody that was about to be something because you mad that his brother you know his brother is going to come on one day but you know the name the, 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 how the street game go if I can't get you I'm going to get your brother your cut somebody that you love I'm mm-hmm. going to get you so that's just the game we are playing and <clears throat> Big L probably never even seen it coming that he would even think that a nigga would want to go there with him because they all was friends. That was they was all four friends. Had nothing to do with Big L. Big L was a young boy to them dudes. And whatever's going on still leading up into right now.
1: I heard Big L got killed in, in Broad Day.
2: Yeah.
3: I was standing on my block. Coming what out of happened? coming coming
2: uh-huh. out of a coming uh-huh. out of a building. Off of uh, Lennox Avenue, he was coming out of a building. I think it was promoting something.
3: It's a nice sunny day, as too. well.
2: You know what I'm saying? And it was like it's fucked up that it it went down like that. But that's the that's the street life. Rest in peace. So, so he
0: said he said um he he think the reason was that um the person who killed Big L didn't get hit sooner because of patience. How how do you feel about that? Do you feel it's the same way you feel? or?
2: No, I don't feel that way. I, why do you
0: feel it took so long for the?
2: I don't I don't know why it might have took long, but what he's saying makes sense. Because mm. when you got to beef with somebody, somebody. you got to chill because you don't mm. want nobody to say that you did it.
3: I mean, people you might want to rock. You ain't just going to jump out the window and then you be doing yeah. 25 of life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people
0: don't care. that They see what but happened. They just want to respond.
3: To Everybody, Everybody like, ain't got a lot to lose. Like, I got a daughter And, and the people son that don't care family. is not smart. Right. You feel me? The
2: Facts. name of the, 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 the... When you lay down the murder game, my nigga, it's... it's, it's to be to get away with it. It's not to, I did it so somebody can know I did it and all that. That's corny. Right. So whoever killed people and get caught, you're stupid. Yeah, I agree. You're, you're a fucking idiot. So first of all, you shouldn't even do it. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. If you ain't gonna do it, if you can't even have a chance to do it right, don't do it. L- leave right. it alone. As bad as you want to do it. So however it may go, that's what happened. I didn't hear about the... Nobody getting caught for that murder.
3: Can I let me ask y'all something, right? Nobody
2: got caught for it.
3: Your question: Why it takes so long? You don't think that go down any other place? So you saying other other spots just move on niggas the same second, same mm, day? No,
1: no, I'm not. I, I agree, but I just. It's a it's a and I'm being honest and truthful yeah when I hear about these stories like when I when I get wind of these stories or like privately when I, and, and they tell me that the people that's doing these crimes are walking around and kicking over candles and walking to the the, the functions that's you know I think that's kind of yeah, that's fucked up. So that's I, a fact, but... I'm trying to figure out, like, why... Is, is people... Is is the person that strong, or people are deciding, like, ah, I'm gonna let you have it till we get
3: you. Like, that's what I'm nah, saying. Nah, nah, nah. the nah, I, I, I didn't hear nothing like that ever happening. Like, somebody heard, just walking through a block kicking over candles. Now you're talking late.
2: about the actual guy who killed Lee yeah. kicking over candles.
1: Oh, that... The, that's I what heard, you're saying? Yes, yeah, I, I heard that the guy with the big L situation oh, was, at, was going to the... I mean, they do a... The visual spot, And they do a barbecue for him, right? Like a, I heard right. he was going there. Right. And, and you know, people would get mad at him because they see him, but I heard that's what I heard, that he was going there. I don't know if it's true because I wasn't there. This is
2: all a legend. Right, right. I ain't, I ain't and, hear about that neither, but... Oh, okay, it's, okay. It's, Nobody, it's, nah. it's, I ain't it, hear about it, that. It, I mean, okay. it's, it's a possibility if you heard it, but it wasn't... Mm. That, that, a, that right there is like, I, I don't know.
3: You going through a nigga block and doing that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't jack that. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I don't okay, think but, McGruff and them nah, would even nah. allow
2: that. Nah. They, Too much pain. Yeah, they not going to play with nobody doing that disrespectfully. And it's a lot of other guys that fuck with Big L, that love Big yeah, L thanks. in that block. So you ain't going to just come and kick no candles over. And nobody's that thorough to say that they can walk through the block and do that. I don't know. I be in that block, I still in that block all the time. I used to play across ball in the park across Makes the street Niggas exactly right there all the time at that point. So park. I I doubt that very seriously. And I and mm. and, and, and
1: you know, I, I'm happy that you said that. I just that was in my mind because, you know, I, I did like I said, you know, people, you know, going to these like I said, they do a event for Big L and then I heard right. that, you know, um that the guy that did it was at the functions, then people would get angry. Like it was a problem. He probably was there. Well, yeah. if you try to ask for a plate of food or some kind of funny shit, like being funny. Right. And I, probably. I, you yeah. know, I don't think that he. And when they said that, I didn't think that they didn't tell me, or when I heard that he went to the block and did it, I don't know if they did a. When they. Deny him food if he did it. If they had a candle light and at the event, if you understand, I don't know. I don't know where his, I don't know where they throw a barbecue for him. I don't know about it. Right. I just when you hit, it's just probably in
2: the park, right, right there on
1: one thirty nine. Yeah, I'm like, Damn, the park. Why, right why, why is he going to the park? Like you know, that's what I think. You know, you know, this is what
3: you do right here. So you get the info and all that, but a lot of shit be sucker shit too sometimes, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you I don't like you ain't just walking through that block kicking over no shit. Yeah. And, and somebody yeah. just lighting. I don't care yeah, if he just killed them the, the other day somebody there is gonna feel some type of pain like you just disrespecting my man's shit nah that ain't Respect, happening okay. bro not 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 him pardon me right. bro. yeah Respect.
2: facts nah it's all love yeah. talk
0: about big l as a person though like you, you said you, you, him yeah, you know you're doing firsthand
3: obviously good
2: dude like, like. like to laugh and joke a lot he snap on you all day mm-hmm. Facts. All day. When we was on tour, that's all we did in the van. Man Live had him, him in the
3: south. That man had him in the south when he really wasn't doing nothing up here. Yeah, and, when, you he, know what I'm saying? when he lost
2: his career Facts. to Nas, he didn't lose his career. Dude. Let me rephrase that. When his career got to like a standstill because they signed Nas and they was focusing more on Nas. Right. So after that, I called Gruff up. I'm like, yo, get L on the phone for me. And McGruff got him on the phone for me. And I said, yo, y'all need to come down south. Let's just run around and start touring. And we started raising the bar again Hmm. on our own. And I spent $100,000 touring Hmm. with everything. Hotels, van, cars, everything. And we did that. Wow, Can't make this shit up. That's a fact. And started getting back in the groove of things. And after that, I wanted to sign him with my label, which was Big Buck's entertainment at the time so i was at his house with him Mm -hmm. and i told him i just came from north carolina got up here i went to his house i'm like yo dog, we need to really just put money into your career right now let's go ahead and start it and and let's let's team up he was like yo dame and jay-z just call me i just had a meeting with them i'm about to go back down there they getting ready to give me a deal for flamboyant entertainment Mm mm-hmm I was like, "Oh word, okay. Well, we'll do that. I rather you do that, cause that's a bigger platform." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, and I'm gonna pull you in." And I was like, "All right, say no more. Let's do that." And after that, my boy got killed, and that shit like fucked mm-hmm. me all up. It fucked a lot of people up, right. actually. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And it wasn't about the let because of a deal or we getting some money. It fucked us, it fucked me up mentally because. That's somebody that was a good dude. That was right. my dude, and he was a good dude, and he tried to help a lot of people, for real. So, that you know, that was a another era to what I was doing with Big L. Right, right. So let's get into it. So
1: you're young, you're giving a lot of trouble. So then, tell us the day you meet A. And Z. First of all, I want to say rest in peace to Big L. You know. Yes. Yeah, rest you know in saying? peace. That's no my um, And if to people out there, like if there's anything that you, you feel, you know, I said something wrong, you know what I mean, Um, hit me up or whatever, you know what I mean? Because one thing we're not trying to do, because my man said this is what we do, but it's not what I, my intentions, not mm. what I'm supposed to do, you know what I mean? Like all my intentions to do to try to make something out of, You know, or or misconstrue any story or put it out there to the audience. I definitely wanna have the truth. And if I can keep it to myself and nobody want to talk about it, I will. You know what I mean? Sometimes Well they doing
2: a movie on Big L too, you know that, right?
1: No, I didn't know that.
2: Yes. They got a um they did the casting call. I've been talking with the guys that's been doing it. Um, once um Little Lee got killed, it kinda put a little dent in what they doing, but they still fighting towards it because they still have the rights to mm-hmm. do so and they gotta hurry up. So they trying to get a budget of a hundred thousand dollars together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anybody love Big L? Y'all go ahead <laughs> and 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 uh
0: Send some bread over
2: Yeah, everybody donate to that. If y'all wanna see the movie, y'all see the everything what he was doing. And they already got the cast and everything. Everything was going great oh, until wow. that happened. They did the cast in Atlanta. So, you know, all the Big L fans, somebody that's about <clears throat> Wanting to see somebody do something positive to show something positive because it's a positive message that's going to come out of it. Anything we're doing now is going to be a positive message. Right. All the way to right now with this interview. So, hope people send some money out to my boys, man. Respect,
1: yeah, definitely. So, something that's needed too,
0: sorry, to cut your Because, yeah, you know, fair. I feel like now they're they showing a lot of documentaries and, you know, movies on artists and, and groups from back in the days that some people may not know about. So, the, the, the film that they put together. Right. When it happens, I think it would be definitely helpful for hip for the for the culture for hip hop. Yes, you know what I'm for the, so,
2: definitely for the culture, yeah. man. It'll be dope. Big L's
3: with everybody. You got yeah. you got you got, my, you got my boy too. My man Loon, don't forget about him, my man, He'll be home soon.
1: Mm-hmm. Free Loon, free. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and
3: Loon was in the Fed joint they got, We slept side by side. Mm-hmm. That's my man. Yeah, it's family. So, yeah. I That's family. Good. Good. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> so, 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 how, how,
1: let's talk about how you met Az.
2: Well, when I moved from 141st, between mm-hmm. Lennox and 7th, we moved up to 723, St. <clears throat> Nicholas, apartment 55 on the fifth floor. Out
3: floor. It's <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> getting close. He's,
2: He's
3: getting know. close. He's, He's getting close. close.
2: Yeah. So, you know, after all the blue situations and whatever, I used to just see Ace sitting on the stoop all the time. We used to come in from school, and he'd be sitting on the stoop. We'd speak to him. He'd speak... What up, my nigga? What up? So he was more like a big brother figure to you know all the my friends that lived in the building. Mm-hmm. Me, I took more to him because I started noticing what he was doing, and the cleaners was it's Jimmy's cleaners. That's what it was called. Jimmy's cleaner in the paid and full movie. It was Mr. Pibbs or whatever. Yeah, Which, you know, changed names to secure people's innocence so um I used to always go to the store that was right next to the cleaners and I noticed he was working in there so I go in there and holler at him what's going on what's going on and me and him will be talking right. and some of his friends would be in there they would be playing checkers and all that and I end up sitting in there playing checkers and you know they just look at me like what up little nigga and I was the little nigga you know what I'm saying so after going in there all the time, I was end up playing checkers and watching his friends come in, and he was making delivery. he be like, Yo, I'll be back. I got locked the cleaners up. I'm going to make a delivery. I'd be like, All right. So I'll leave and go play with my friends. Sometime around, I'll come back. He'll be back in there. And I was like, Man, I want to make some money, man. I was 10 years old. Mm. And he was like, I ain't really got nothing for you to do. I said, Man, I could deliver the clothes for you. And I started delivering clothes for him and he'd give me $20, $30, stuff like that, help him deliver clothes because Mr. Jimmy used to leave him to run the whole cleaners Mm. for, you know what I'm saying? And he was, what, 15, 16 years old. Mr. Jimmy be gone.
0: Hold on, though. What you need all that money for at 10 years old, though? I wanted to to make
2: money. That's all was in my (laughs) mental. I need, I want to make. 10 years old? That's where my mind was at. Why? Making money. Because I want money. I like money. I watch my moms do her thing. And at one point in time, like I said, she'll buy stuff, but we probably have to wait to get it sometime. But we'll get it later. So I just wanted to make some money. So after that, I started noticing other things going on in the cleaners with AZ. Mm. I started seeing people coming in there, and he passing them bottles and exchanging money so I don't say nothing I'm asking like, like what's that all about he was selling coke twenty dollars a bottle regular AZ still don't get fly none of that Mm. he wasn't getting a lot of money at the time that's when he first started you know the the big saga then I noticed I seen him pouring stuff in the dollar bill ten dollars that was half a bottle Hmm. then after that it led, to make a long story short, after that cleaner situation, I told him, I, no, I told him I want to make some money doing that too. He told me, no, he never wanted me to sell drugs. He huh. told me, hell no, I'm not, you can't do that. So I'm going to school. I was going to Stitt High School, and I met a Spanish dude, and the Spanish dude was stealing from his brother, stealing coke. And I was like, yo, I need some of that. he said, yo, I can, I can get some coke for you, whatever. And he bought me some coke, I bought it to Az. Az looked at it. He was like, he laughed and all that. When I gave it to him, I was like, "Yeah, I can get some, man." He was like, "Let me see it." I gave it to him. It wasn't really a lot. He let it put it on his hand. Did his hand like this? Put it on his hand. Licked it. He was like, "Oh, this shit kind of right." He's like, "Who gave you this?" I was like, "My friend at school. He can get some of this." He told me. He laughed. He told me he still didn't want me to fuck with no drugs. He's like, "Man, you need to chill, man." With all that, so. I, it, my boy brother caught him, beat the shit out of him, long story short, but that. So after that, next thing I know, um, AZ moved to the building, which is seven twenty-three St. Nicholas Avenue, and started progressing. Progressing. Next thing I know I seen him pulling up in a in a in a Toyota a yard you a gold color Toyota system, first person with a system that I ever seen. Loud music playing with his with his uh, fisher hat. What were they calling the fisherman hats mm-hmm. back then? <laughs> After that, he bought his cousin named Darren. We call him Smooth. Bought him, had him out there because that's somebody he could trust. He was doing it the building. Ended up doing sixty thousand dollars a day. Buying work. From Nunu, that and his the dude' name was Nunu, but in the movie they called him um, Lulu. Lulu, you know what I'm saying? And he was, and and the birds was going for ten thousand at that time, back then, and the niggas was doing sixty thousand a day. Hmm. So, as he prospered from the building, we moved the situation down the hill to one forty fifth Street. You said we,
0: so at this time you're part of the, you're part of the movement
2: now. Nah, not at that time. So right, I'm glad you asked said that. No, because at that time I wasn't still a part of the movement. Mm. I wanted to be, because I seen mm. what was going on, but.
3: We had a mother and father that was on some shit. Yeah, too.
2: yeah. Uh, Get that uh, ass beat. Uh, you know, mom and uh, pops would uh, beat that ass. Playing? So, no, I wasn't part yeah, of the movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Shout out to Mom and Pop. Flushing <laughs> packs and shit like that. Yeah, mm. for
2: real. I'm glad you said that. No. He moved the movement down to 145th, right? So, I got a little older. I think I was about 13 then. And he moved it to 145th between 8th and 7th. And he opened up a store called a Jukebox. So I'm back on his neck again. I need to get some money. I want to get money. Mm-hmm. He told me come down the hill, meet me there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Met him down there. He showed me everything to do inside of the game room. We used to have all the drugs in the games. I get. He gave me all the keys to the game to the, to the uh to the games, mm-hmm. and and gave me all every time the work come in. I put it in there. next door was another store where the drugs was being sold first we started selling out of the store after that started selling next door but I was never selling I was just running the store and making sure that people getting the drugs people getting the money me putting the money back inside the game when he come all the money and everything is accounted for
4: Mm.
2: I was getting $2,000 a week at 13 years old Doing that I go up the hill To my block With all my peers Take niggas shopping Niggas is like Oh shit What the fuck Couldn't believe it So I was running The game room for him At that point in time He had some other Older peers running At one point in time But He knew me from a child and From childhood And then at, After that That's when He trusted me To take over and handle all that stuff at the store. And that's how that happened.
4: Hmm.
1: So you're handling the stuff at the store. <clears throat> what happened next with AZ? When do you, are you around when he meet uh, Al Poe and Rich? Because I heard that the story is a little mixed up sometimes. It's very mixed that up. In a movie. Um, can you walk us through what you remember?
2: I know Rich Porter when he was packing bags. I know Rich Porter, and he lives up the hill, up the hill. Like, my block is like 146. You go up 146, that's where Rich Porter used to be as a little kid. Him, my boy, God bless the dead, um, Clyde. They used to come down riding on the dirt bike, taking turns riding on the dirt bikes and ride. Fly little niggas at a young age. I was a little boy then. I still was probably about 10 years old watching them come through the block right um so years later that the movie was definitely switched around after a sold it to my brother to Dame they you know had some stuff switched around but anyway Rich Porter later on down the road rich Porter was um a la people don't talk about la la was Rich Porter's big homie a lot of people know about L.A. He was really the big dog. Big, big dog. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, when A moved from 145th, Rich Porter been getting money up on the hill and wherever him in L.A. was getting money. Once we was on 145th, A wanted had a problem with some people and some shit got ugly and he wanted to leave it alone. Like Lou will tell you, like Lou told y'all in the other interview, like, ain't here about some shit he ready to break out fuck that mm-hmm. he ain't around no he, he not gonna be around it he's gonna break out so <clears throat> he moved his operation to 134th between Lennox and 7th in a building we had that building Rich Porter was always up the hill somewhere he was nowhere around down there this with that King Erna dumb shit that he talking about AZ moved his operations all around Rich Porter that's a fucking lie that's stupid. He moved to 134th between Linux and 7th. Had the spot clicking there. Same thing. Killing the game. It was nothing to ride around with 100,000 in the trunk. And, and knowing you're going to see another 100,000 tomorrow, easy. So we moved the, the, to 134th. Had some problems in that block. My boy Cato, God bless the dead. Threw a nigga. I don't want to mention his name because a lot of people got a lot of love and respect for this particular person. But it was a second floor window. My boy Cato threw the nigga out the window for stealing. And then A was like, "Yo,
3: he like that shit.
2: we got to move." <laughs> he moved from one thirty fourth to one thirty second. That's when you hit a monster. Like, the location one three two. They, we moved it to 132nd. We kept 134 for a little bit to make sure 132nd was secure. 132nd Street started getting and bubbling, bubbling. We let 134th Street go. I used to be in there running the 134th Street spot for him for a little minute.
1: Let me ask you a question. Why you think AZ made a killing? What was what was his what was his What was different about his work than everybody else's work?
2: Well, I didn't know what was actually going on because I was a young boy, but he definitely dropped the prices.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I heard, yeah.
2: He dropped the prices, and he was getting it for a good number, and I don't know how he met... Nunu. I don't know how he met Nunu or whatever, I don't know how he met him. Have you ever seen Nuno before? Of well? course. I used to go buy from Nuno myself. AZ gave me opportunity to do that once I got older and I wanted to get my own money.
1: So the story I was buying
2: Nunu... apes from Nuno at like $2,000. The story with Nuno got killed, is that true in the movie? Nah, Nuno didn't get killed. I think Nuno was deported in Dominican Republic right now and he can't come over there. I just talked to one of my other friends, that was, which is AZ's sister's ex-husband is a good friend of mine and he's over in Dominican Republic said Nunu is over there and deported and can't come back right now that's the only reason why I could mention his name right now because other than that I wouldn't even do all that because he's not doing what he used to do anymore so <laughs> so
1: what part we was up to? We Nunu. Nunu?
2: yeah Nunu so Nunu deported did I meet Nunu? yeah I know Nunu personally I go see him myself by myself AZ is the type of guy that when you. When you show him progress, he 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 don't mind sharing the love. He always was a good dude. That's why I'm up here right now because I don't like the way people was portraying him to be like a sucker, a scared nigga, a snitch. He's not none of none. Of, he's not none of that. We
1: gonna get we we gonna get into that. No doubt. So, Rich was getting money. Mm-hmm. The reason why Az made money is because he dropped the price. You said.
2: Right. And
1: his work was good.
2: Exactly. And it's not like it...
1: Blue Magic. Is that re- <laughs> <You> No, <know, laughs> He always gonna keep the
2: good work. Blue Magic, <laughs> what? That was Heron. He ain't even selling Heron. Oh, man,
1: I'm <laughs> not even <thinking> that. <laughs> I just that I shit. Yeah. Um, Frank Lucas. Yeah, just told some old shit. Nah. But his shit was good. So now, when the, you knew Rich Porter. Yep. AZ, you from said. little kids.
2: You said AZ moved from 134th. From our block to 145th, to, to 134th, to 132nd. Okay, now he moved to 132nd. What's what's going on there? Killing the game. In and out. Cheese lines to buy cocaine, my nigga, back then. Cheese lines. Some of the cheese lines, like like Lou said, the, the back of the day's cheese. Cheese yeah. lines on gotcha. 132nd. Actually, we was in the <laughs> middle of the block first before <laughs> oh, we turned to shit. the avenue. He was in the middle of the block of 132nd, and then we moved to the next, like, close to the 131st Street,
4: Hmm.
2: and it was cheese lines all day long. It's like money follow him. You know, it's like they said, it was, for some reason, A was just prone to money coming to him for some reason. In the movie, they call him lucky and all that, but his, I don't know nothing about his mom calling him lucky. He still put in work to make that mm-hmm. actually happen.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? He just stayed consistent. So that's what happened on 132nd. Then when Rich Porter came home from jail, Rich Porter was on 130. 130- one thirty first. What is that? What's the what is garage? That's one thirty first right there, it's right? On entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rich was on one thirty second over there. But he wasn't another thing with the King Ernest stupid talk. Talking about um something about with the A Z was on spots with whatever Rich can you was. get? Can you really get mad at King Or He's from Philly. I don't think, how would he know, you know what I'm saying? You can't get mad well, at what him. What is he yeah, talking I about? Am, I can get mad at Tell him. Tell me why. Because you're talking about something that you don't know what you're talking about. So whoever you paid information to, to get to talk about real Harlem legacy, you need to get your money back because you got robbed because you don't know what you're talking about, my brother. And I'm here right now for all that.
1: Big Boozy, let's slow down. I see the energy. You just turned to a super saiyan. Let's bring it back to regular level. <laughs> don't super saiyan on me. No doubt. I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he, you, can get mad. Well, you can get mad, but you get, he getting wrong information, but you
2: can't blame him. He just say what he got, right? Yeah, but that ain't right. That don't make you a person that's an earner or a person with honor. That turns you into what my my brother Dame said, a chatty patty. You just talking about something, you don't know what you're talking about. So real men don't speak about something unless they get facts. I'm not going to speak about nothing that I don't know is really a fact because I don't want to look crazy to people. So King Erna said that
1: he got the locations wrong and what was going on wrong, basically.
2: Because when Rich came home, he said Rich... He said wherever Rich set up shop, AZ was always setting up right next to him. <laughs> and I got that from my his cousins his family that's what he said that don't even make sense and he don't even know what he's talking about so what was once the rich story? came home mm-hmm. A was already on 132nd street doing his thing when rich came home he he went looking he he had to connect with fritz he went and found my boy um um jay black <coughs> And my nigga, um, uh, I want to make sure I say this the correct way. Once he, when he got home, because is is that serious? Long story short, when he came home, he moved he moved his operation to one thirty one. In seventh, he was rocking with Fritz. Fritz gave him massive amount of kilos to move and rich was hitting everybody with work Queens Brooklyn Harlem Baltimore Virginia wherever you want to know my boy Jay black was one of the people was like his one of his go-to man was his lieutenant at the time that was go see black and get it Black, get the money, take it upstairs, go upstairs, get this, come back down, give it. He was the go-to man at that time. AZ already was across the street, and my nigga Slay. So how it all happened was Slay, we was playing, well, I wasn't playing. They was playing basketball in the park. Rich Porter came looking for Slay, found Slay, told Slay, come in with me real quick. These are the guys from 140th, the, the crazy one of the craziest block in Harlem which is going to be a movie soon too. Anyway, he found Slay told Slay come with him. Slay tell Black, I'll be right back. Slay and Jay Black is like like this, tight tight brothers out of that block. Slay tells Rich Porter, "Yo, pull my brother in. You know, bring him with me." So Jay Black meet Rich Porter. It was like a marriage. They all was was tight. They was running a lot of that shit for rich period rich used to go in eight o'clock at night a lot of people don't know that he ain't hang out he ain't do all that shit the rooftop and all that shit you seen that shit in the movie all that shit ain't real he might have been to the rooftop once twice whatever but every night rich go in at eight o'clock in new jersey is where he lived at my boys was running all that shit for him i was on the other side of the street they was on that side of the street until we all go playing basketball for some money, 30,000, 40,000 a game, they was over there doing what they was doing. I was over there doing what I was doing with A. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what the, the King Earner dude is talking about when he says all that. So that's why I feel I have the right to be upset because you don't know what you're talking about and you're going to take away from our history. Not saying it's good history, it's not. Because this. Right now, this interview is about setting the record straight for so people can know actually what really happened. I don't want people being confused and all over the place. People like King are confuse it because I want the the, the the young youth that's trying to figure out what really happened because they are in it now. they need to know like that what we came from is some bullshit so they don't think that they can go and duplicate that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's all about the, uh, the snitch shit that they talking about. AZ never been involved with the government.
1: Hold on. Because, you know, we, we definitely, I know, you know, I don't like to rush things. So you Okay. Know, I, I'm, I'm into the story. Control like the pace. I'm with you yeah, right Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to control you. You're moving fast. I'm with you. went with to you. the bathroom. You came back with a, with a different speed. <laughs> I know your wife went out there. I don't know what's going on. I, said, we, I had y'all waiting. Let's be... But let me, let's bring back. <laughs> I'm saying, let's slow down a little bit. So, <laughs> Rich Porter Rich Porter had a the street AZ. So how did they come together? That's what I'm saying. How did they oh, come together? Oh, well,
2: they knew each other back then. They knew each other from, you know, little kids as well. They never came together and really done no business. They already had, A had his own connect. Rich had his own connect. It was no... They was together doing stuff together. And if they might have exchanged doing something together, I don't know nothing about little parts in our life. They probably did something together at one point in time. But A had his own situation going on. Rich had his own situation going on. When Rich got killed, Fritz wanted to turn A into what he had Rich Porter doing, hitting everybody. But A didn't want to fuck with it. He wanted to give the nigga a thousand birds, but he didn't want to fuck with it.
1: So 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 okay So they already Had their relationship Where does
2: Alpo come in? Alpo come in Lou told me about Well I've definitely Heard about the situation With Alpo on the bike Cause I used to see Alpo riding on the motorcycle Or, or Armin Suzuki Doing wheelies But I didn't know Who that was Coming through my block Just wheeling All the time Back and forth Up and down We used to be like Who the fuck is that? Nice on the bikes. So, I heard the story about him downstairs. A and Lou, gangster Lou, and them was upstairs bottling up. Um, and he was waiting for them to come down so he can meet A and try and get some work. So, um, they came downstairs. They seen him on the bike. Oh shit! This nigga down forgot he downstairs. Supposed to go back upstairs. Get an A for work and give it to Alpo. So I talked to A. A said that Rich called him from jail and knew about I after LA got killed, which is one of Rich Porter's big homie. Um he said that um he met Alpo met Rich somewhere around that time. He don't know exactly where. He said, but Rich called him and told him, yo, my nigga, you know, um, my nigga Alpo is out there. Um, He said, Rich introduced him, told A to look out for Alpo. And he said, that's how it actually started with him meeting him. But I don't want to go back and forth with because gangsta lou is my brother az is my brother and i hate that them two is not seeing eye to eye on things you know what i'm saying because i was there from day one when they was tight like this you know what i'm saying period lou will definitely tear something up for a and a will always make sure lou all right whatever you know Hmm. so i don't really want to elaborate on too much on that but that's how alpo came around so long story short, Az start taking the Alpo right. Az was going to buy his mother a car, a Volvo, a blue Volvo. I never forget that. You remember the blue Volvo?
3: Yeah, it's Sterling.
2: It's Sterling exactly. Mm-hmm. Went to buy her one. Alpo was with Az. And ate. Um,
3: Rest in peace, Miss Margaret. Yes,
2: Miss Margaret. Yes, ate Margaret. that's our that's our mm-hmm. that's our other mother as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, it was an impulse. Y'all remember the cars? The impulse. Back in the days, it was an Impulse spinning around on the showroom floor in there, and he said Alpo was, you know, watching, looking at the car, was like, yo, that shit, damn, that shit mean, and he was like, yeah, you you want that? He was like, he said Alpo was like, yeah, 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 I want it. He said he asked the dealer how much it cost. He said eighteen thousand. He said, all right, wrap that up for my nigga. Mm. He said I had the eighteen thousand in my pocket already. That was nothing. And he bought the car for Poe. And I remember that car. I couldn't remember which one it was, but he just told me the other day when I just talked to him. Well, yesterday, actually, what it was. And he said he bought it for him. And Alpo never, ever looked back after that. Getting a lot of money. They used to do bus rides, they used to do a lot of like fireworks and stuff for the kids, Fourth of July. All that was the good, good, good side that I could speak about with that relationship. You know what I'm saying? He never looked back, man. He was doing his thing with A until Rich came home. So when Rich came home, I don't know when they actually started rocking together, Alpo and Rich, but they was rocking together. Everybody knew that they got real tight when they bought twin matching uh, Porsches, 944s, twin turbo joints, Fruit Punch. It's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's,
3: what's good, Flip? I'm listening, nah, nah, I'm listening.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, okay. I, This a... this is like a movie. So so uh, yeah. so they got they got they got close. When mm-hmm. then um what type of guy was Alpo? Was he as the movie predicted?
2: Yeah he Flashy, was, flamboyant. He, definitely flashy, definitely flamboyant. Everything they say show he used to take them uh Fuck girls, film them, and show it in the rooftop in the little lunchroom area. <laughs> he did all that shit. Um, definitely not scared. Still not scared to this day. You know what I'm saying? if You you know, if you ain't been hearing, he's been out, you know, looking for niggas and tell niggas, keep my name out your mouth. You know, he always been like that. He always been like that.
1: I heard he's taking pictures with people as well.
2: Take Yeah, they taking pictures. He seen me. Me and my brother was together July, 14th for his birthday. And I was in the patio section of, uh, what's that spot we was at? We was in Cali's. Oh, Cali's. In in Harlem. In Harlem. And I was on the patio talking to my sister Ray. And me and her was just chilling. And then one of my peers from childhood tapped me on the shoulder and said, yo, Poe want to holler at you. He wanted to say hi to you. My nigga, I was like, who? He was like, Alpo. You know Alpo, right? I said, yeah, I know. Where he at? I'm looking back in the club. He was like, "You right there. And I looked over and he was like, like, what's good? I was like, oh yeah, I know Paul. All right, tell him coming. So you know me, I'm I'm just a cordial dude. Period. i am always keep it cordial with anybody. That's just just me. So I said, all right, I'm coming. Me and sis walked out there. Walked over to him, he was like, what up? He said, what's, he said, what's up, nigga, you still look the same. I was like, yeah, no doubt, my G, ain't nothing changing. I'm going to always look the same. It's only going to get better. He was like, that's what's up. I shook his hand, and then I walked off. My brother and them was still sitting over there. All my other homies, we, we was out there celebrating. We had about 20 niggas over there with us, just partying and having fun. And he was standing out there, you know, still talking to people, and niggas was over there chilling, so... I think, nah, they wasn't taking pictures at that time, but I heard about the picture taken.
3: Say he was at the basketball games and all that shit And been to the
2: basketball games. Me personally, no disrespect to him, I can't take a picture with you because Rich Porter's sister is my sister. She watched me grow up. Mm -hmm. Pat Porter's my sister. And it's like, if I do that, I'm going against... That you actually killed my brother, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever it might have been about, I still I couldn't I can't do that because she's my sister. That's my friend. My loyalty relies on on lives with her. You know what I'm saying? Period, point blank. And even even if she wasn't my sister, I still wouldn't do it because of the things you've done already. You know. Alpo was somebody I used to look up to. Like, damn, I'm going to be like him. And here's another reason what made me want to go hard and get money, have my own spots and all that shit and do, you know what I'm saying? And then when you went and did what you did, I don't care where you did it at. You did it in, on the D.C. niggas. It still, you know, it don't stand for what we grew up. You're not supposed to tell on no man.
1: Why, did he, why do you think, do you take his reason for what he did to Rich? You heard it. We all heard it. Is that the true reason? Do you, you, because that's his reason he was dead so you have to, no choice but to
2: believe him? Not really but back then you know niggas was living off movies too. A nigga violates you kill him which was stupid. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that and you don't kill nobody you love because they wouldn't tell you that they had some work for you and you keep asking them to find out why. Why you didn't tell them that's why I'm asking you. I'm asking you because... Nigga, I found out from so-and-so, so-and-so. Give him a chance to say... I ain't tell you because... The shit was whack. I gave it back. Or... Somebody robbed me for it. You don't even know if he really had the work or... If that other man was lying. So why would you automatically think your brother that you love... Was lying to you? And you just killed him... Because you thought that... If he lied to me by something that simple... No telling what he'll do later on to me. Take me down the road. You can cut him off before that ever happened to you. Don't Just don't fuck with him no more. But us knowing Rich Porter was getting his own work from everybody else. From, I mean, from Fritz. Now, if Fritz probably didn't give him no work, this is just me hypothetically speaking, if he wasn't giving him no work, he might have went somewhere else to get some work until his original connect got some work, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can't see how Alpo was... Bigger than Rich Porter at the time. Rich Porter is that nigga giving you work. He was giving you work to go to D.C., 100 birds to go do and sell in one week and come back. and, and So to answer your question, what AZ told me was he think that um, Alpo did that because while Rich's little brother was kidnapped, he gave Alpo the birds to go get the money so when you come back, pay the kidnappers for his brother. AZ said that he think that Alpo did that to keep the money. You kill Rich Porter, keep the money, they're gonna think the kidnappers did it, killed Rich Porter, because that's what was going on right then.
1: But how did people find out that? How did the assumptions come that Alpo did it? Cause that's why I asked Lou the same thing. But Lou said, you know, I don't want to
2: tell. mess up my. When we found know. out Rich was dead, you know, I was a little nigga at the time, and they, and I was in deep. So it was like we had to stay in, cause we ain't know where it was coming from. The kidnapper. So I had to stay in. I couldn't be out like that, because we don't know where it's coming from. Okay. Me and a few other people that was affiliated. So. When I seen, when we found out Rich was dead, I came outside of my building and A was on the corner. A was like, um, man, I just seen a nigga Alpo, man, They got scratches on his neck. That nigga might be the one that killed Rich, man.
1: Mm. Just like that. Is,
2: that's what he told me out his mouth. Can't make this shit up. You know what I'm saying? And- just another thing with the King Earner. Don't know what the fuck you talking about ass nigga.
1: <laughs> Come on, you getting at this again okay, yeah, again, man. Nah, yeah, because he said
2: A Z, um, why he ain't do nothing to Alpo if you thought that he killed your man. He was just making an assumption because he still didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So, how would he just get at an a, a person? Right. right then and there If he don't really know He was just making assumption So I don't like the fact that you Throwing that out there But then not Alpo say he got scratches on his neck not Cause he was rich. fucking the girl yeah. and all that Cause when he was talking Hey what up my nigga what's good Yeah rich dead And this happened He was like word and He's like you know just regular conversation And then he was like damn you got the scratches on you My nigga he said I was fucking a bitch last night Da-da-da-da-da. So if a nigga tell you he was fucking a bitch That mean he is fucking a bitch or I had a fight he had a fight that don't mean that he actually supposed to react on this person right. because you think that he killed Rich so stop saying that stop trying to make yourself look like you talking about something that's real stop confusing the audience with what reality really is
1: but we can't blame him because he don't know he's not from Harlem that's from why, why you ain't supposed to
2: speak on it Big especially facts. when you ain't from here So why would you speak on something you don't know? And don't call a person a rat if you don't see paperwork. If I don't see paperwork, I ain't calling nobody no rat.
1: But but okay, but hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Now we're
2: talking about when AZ got shot and they said that he told on somebody. The guys that shot him. There's a difference in snitching and being a victim. There's a difference. It's very, very big difference. All right, the day before he got shot, AZ, Rich Porter, all of them was playing basketball. I was supposed to go with A and get something. I'm going to just say something that night. But they started talking shit, and they wanted to play a game of basketball. So I'm like, man, fuck that. We, they do this shit all the time. I'm breaking out. Me and my boys go riding around having fun. I'm like, man, let's go back over there and see if they still over there. Go back over there. They all gone. I'm like, shit, I know where yet. in the Bronx at the stash house where he do his thing at so we about to go over there me and my boy he told me, man i'm tired i'm like yeah you right i'll get that shit from that nigga tomorrow i go home go to sleep my mom's wake me up boosie get up az is on the news he's been shot up there's people dead in the house i was like mom stop playing she was like get up shaking me he's on the news right now i get up go look at the tv I see them pulling my boy out. It's live news, pulling him out on, on the stretcher, getting into the joint. So that to, to elaborate on what you were saying, snitching is when you do a crime with somebody, and then to get out of snitch, get out of you being charged or going to jail, you tell on that person. He didn't do a crime with them them dudes. And the dude kevin used to go with az's sister that was her boyfriend so he came home az looked out for him was giving him work letting him bottle up paying him two three thousand dollars just sitting at a damn table and the other two dudes was his boys so if A wanted to go to war with them niggas, he couldn't. How you going to go to war with somebody he don't know? Only one he would have known was Kevin. Only way we could have made that happen is we, if we would have got Kevin. We, me, Rich Porter, me, Rich Porter, my brother, Keith Caesar, he's locked up now in North Carolina doing life for a murder right now, trying to get him out of jail. And and two other cats, Alpo seen the dude Kevin. Alpo told the nigga, yo, A shot up i mean a got shot up my nigga. yo come to the block Alpo was really trying to lure him to where we is at mm. he never came so we all get together on the block i get with, with rich rich me and my boy keith is the one that was supposed to take was gonna go with me to the house that night i was supposed to been in that house mm-hmm. my boy rick which is kato's brother if it wasn't for him, A would have been dead. Um, he would have died in that house. Rick and my boy, his name is Kate, um, Calio. They went up to the house in the Bronx. A said, damn, I forgot to get bottles. Gave them money, Calio and my boy Rick to go get bottles. The girl that the dumb king a nigga talking about, the young girl, she jumped out the cab and he was like, what, What's going on? she was you know I don't want to say stalking but in love with him and you know he wasn't really paying her no attention like that but she knew about the little hideaway house he didn't even know she was coming and seeing her was like oh all right, come on god damn so that's how she was there so he gets there normally they say Joanne Joanne look out the window what's going on curse you out first she was the older lady cool lady curse you out and then throw the key down for you to come up he was yelling, Joanne, the key just come flying out the window. He did never see her. He was like, man, she probably drunk. Come on, man. They go in, sent my boy and them to get bottles. Get upstairs, door open, putting guns on them. Him, her, my boy, Charlie C. Charlie C, I killed the the, the uh, Joanne, other two friends. The girl didn't get killed because she was running around the room. Like, get off me. Wouldn't... So they ain't hit her in the head right. A was like, they kept telling him, open the safe. The Kevin nigga told him, there's a lot of money in that house. And that's why they did that job. And the job was to kill everybody because they know Kevin. So like the King Erna nigga saying once again, with the AZ was soft. They ain't need no guns and all that to do all that. They did because Kevin... Um, ain't no Kevin, so if that shit woulda happened after that, it's gonna be a problem. Cause at that time, Alpo, Rich Porter, Gang Lou myself, all my team, all my niggas woulda jumped off the building for Az. At this time, he was still that nigga, so it was no he soft and all that shit ever. So anyway, um, so uh, why they why they in there? they wouldn't they pistol whipping him pistol whipping open the safe he wouldn't open the safe he said he knew if he opened the safe they would have killed him
4: yeah
2: they'd have killed him he said i ain't opening no safe he said i got money somewhere else i'll take y'all to get some real money. there's no money in that safe i'm telling y'all this is just little shit that i be doing and they was and the nigga kevin was like yo he gonna take us to get some real money he's gonna take us to get some real money the nigga ain't paid in full his name was Calvin that played that part, but his real name in real life, the nigga that played the part, name was Kevin. That's crazy. Kermit, right? His name was Kevin. No, yeah, the, the Kermit, part. the Kermit nigga that Cam was calling. His yeah. name in real life is Kevin. Mm. So they was like, "Word, I right, fuck that. Take everybody in the back. The girl wasn't going in the back. Take him in the bathroom and wash his face. Because they've been pistol whipping a." Hey. So while he in there washing his face, because they got to go out in the street. A told me, I just wanted them to get me out to the street. I knew they was going to kill me. I was going to take off running. And they had to kill me running. And maybe some people at least see it. Fuck that. But he was washing his face off. And um he told, nigga, you a sucker. I'm telling that to Kevin. Kevin holding the tech while A washing his face. And everybody, they taking the other people in the back. And, uh... Well, as he washing his face, he was like, Man, you a sucker. The nigga Kevin told him, Man, nah, you weren't treating me right. Which this is a nigga that was paying them two, three thousand whenever they go sit down at a table right. in one night, giving you your own work to go to your own block. You just came home from jail, helping you out. Why the fuck would you do some dumb shit like that, right? So he told him, Nah, you weren't treating me right. He said he was doing his shoulders all like that. And you know, Kevin used to have the wave. waves like he a little fly nigga. Anyway, A said he heard the gunshots. Bow bow, he said, right there, he grabbed the gun with Kevin, they tussling, he said, he almost had out his hand, he said, next thing you know, he said, he must have been shot after that, somebody came in there and shot him, hit him in the head, he got hit seven times, the wrist, the leg, the neck, the head, he said, he was just, he just said, he felt weariness, lay down, lay down, that's what he said. And it and it fucked me up that I went and seen my fucking nigga in the hospital. His head was swollen like a watermelon after the operation with the incision. You can see where they did it around the middle part of his head, where they sewed his head back up. That shit kind of fucked me up. So, like I said, me, Rich Porter, a few other my friends, Rich Porter. You know when the Kevin, I mean when Kevin ain't never come around, we went to his house and was waiting for him. Rich Porter called us down there. He gave everybody two of them toys. Two toys apiece. And we was waiting for him to come. Sitting across the street in this park. Waiting at his mom's house. He lived there. So. Let me explain to you how real Rich Porter is. He will have niggas tore up. If you fucking with him. He gonna have you tore up. Sent out of here. But he was a good dude. Only if you fuck with him. But. Get back to what I'm talking about. While we sitting over there waiting, Alpo would pull up. Y'all ain't see him yet? Nah, he'd drive off. Go back to the block seeing if the nigga coming over there. Come back again. Y'all, y'all, he ain't come. Nope. So, one of the other guys was like, yo, man, fuck that. We gonna go upstairs and get his moms. Fuck that. This how real Rich Porter is? No, we not doing that. That lady ain't got nothing to do with none of this shit we not doing that. And A just confirmed to me, because Rich was like, man, we out, man. Fuck that. A just confirmed to me yesterday that he the one told Rich, man, leave that shit alone, because they're going to be on us. And they're going to come get at me if any of that shit happened. Just chill. A just told me that yesterday. So. That's why and, and, and then I was sitting at the phone booth We used to have a phone booth On our block Where we used to just have People calling out there for us Because cell phones Wasn't really popping like that Or you Remember the big Dumb stupid cell phones Back then <laughs> So we always used to have People call Call the cell You know Call the block Girls and all that shit Whatever So I'm particular This particular day I'm just standing by The phone and the ring I answer it And he was like Hello yo who this I said, it's Boosie. Who this? He was like, yo, don't worry about all that. Just tell Junior that shit that just happened to him. Keep that shit out the street. I know Kevin Voice because I know him personally. You know what I'm saying? I said, keep what out the street? You know, he know what I'm talking about. I said, but where you at? He said, don't worry about all that. I was like, man, fuck you, nigga. Fuck out of here. And I hung the phone up on him. So... He ran. I don't know. I can't remember if he got... He turned himself in or got locked up in Kentucky somewhere. I don't know how they caught the other two guys. I don't. So, my thing is this. How could a man snitch on somebody he don't know? He didn't know them other two guys, right? Only way he would have known if we'd have got Kevin and had him somewhere and make him tell us. Who we going to war with? We don't know who we going to war with. At all. We don't know. But Kevin got caught. So, A can't be no snitch to... Somebody shooting him. He didn't do a crime with him. At all. At all. So, he had all right to either let's handle it in the street or do it like this. This nigga, Kevin, know everything about A-Family. Everything. Where he lived at, all, all that. Like, what more can he do? And not only that, because I don't condone snitching at all, but that's not... Considered snitching, he was a victim of a crime where he could have got his life took, and his people. That lady that got killed was like a aunt to him. Where he was leaving to work at another thing with the King earner You don't know what you' are talking about. You watching TV talking about fucking the young girl, the house where she called him Lucky. No, it was an older lady, what was which was like a aunt to him. Her name was Joanne. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the shit that I'm saying. I don't want the people out here to get this legacy construed because we're going to take this shit to another level we want to go to colleges we want to teach people about that shit ain't the life we really live that shit we really probably not even supposed to be here you know what i'm saying so that's why i keep going back to the earner dude i don't i don't know him i don't got no problem with him i just have a problem with you saying the wrong stuff and even if A wasn't my friend or my brother, I'm still, you know, checking nigga. when don't talk about people that you don't know. I don't even want to hear a nigga telling me nothing about another nigga and you really don't know the truth. And I ain't really with all that. You gossiping. You doing your, your blog shit or whatever you want to call it, your journalism shit, but you ain't doing it right. Get Talk about some shit you really know about. Stay away from some shit where you wasn't there. For real. Flip and,
3: got the wave popping now.
2: And I've been quiet for a long time, watching, watching, and I never said nothing. Niggas is like, yo, you got to go say something. And A being quiet, and I don't like that shit. That's my brother. Like, don't, 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 don't do that. He make me mad. I told him that yesterday. All the shit we been ever mad at each other and all that, it's all good. But, my nigga, it's time for you to come out and speak all the way to with the Kevin Child situation. You got to speak. For real. Well, did Kevin, because
1: it's easy to interview with Funkmaster Flex. Right. I didn't see the interview. I'm just going to say I right seen it, and I what, ain't like it. What did he say?
2: He was saying A was working with the government. He said A name was on his paperwork.
1: That A told on Kevin Childs?
2: No, he said he didn't tell on him. He just said he seen A Z name on it, and he said he going to show the paperwork, and he going to give it to Flex, and it can be shown, which was never, ever produce, I didn't see it, which I know as a kid growing up with A, he never did no business with Kevin Charles. When I heard that, I was in North Carolina and I'm telling my homies that don't know A Z, Kevin Charles, Alpha Nobody. These my little homies from down there that be around me. I'm like, A ain't never did business with Kevin Charles. Like why would you say that? But speaking in defense of Kevin Childs, he might have seen Az name on there. Everybody know how the feds play. They have a nigga on the stand saying you did this, you did that. He bought this from you, he bought that from you, and it's not real just to get a conviction. And that's how they play. So they might throw a name in the paperwork just to see if you bite to it. Why you under pressure in their arms, in their you know, in their uh situation. In their prison, jail, whatever you want to call it. So they'll put a person's name in that. So it's up for you to decide is this shit real or not? You know what I'm saying? You know how the feds play. They'll play people against each other. So that's not cool. That ain't that ain't cool for you to actually think that A Z actually did that. And once again, I talked to A, these are the words out of his mouth. Quoting i never been in a federal or a government situation one thing about the government with az they mad they didn't catch him when he was rocking they got everybody else they might have won rich porter but he got killed they got one alpo az never been in federal custody for him to ever have to tell on anybody if he wanted to he never been in a situation they sent in a agent Nigga name was Winston. Remember Mom Style, the group. The niggas stole all of their, fi- all of their, um, um, masters. masters. Stole mm-hmm. all the fucking masters because they was being popular. They was about to be the biggest rap group in the game. N.W.A. was going at them. N.W.A. made disc records to A, Z, and them. They was about to be out of here. Stole all the masters. The Fed sent them in. Gangsta Lou caught the nigga. Pistol whipped the nigga up and all. I'm surprised he didn't tell you all about that. He sinked the nigga somewhere. Pistol whipped the nigga named Winston. An African nigga. They did that so A and them could not sell no more. Because I think Sony wanted to sign them. And was about to get them some big money. And that's what A was saying of yesterday too to me. He was like, I did the music shit so we don't have to fucking hustle no more. I was tired of hustling. Shit wasn't about nothing after he got shot up. So that's where all that shit came about.
0: All right. So so after after you know after A gets hit after Rich Porter you know what what happens then?
2: As far as what?
0: W- with you?
2: After what? Say that again now.
0: A-, A gets hit. You know we we spoke about Rich Porter getting hit. Like what what happens with you after that? What do you do after that?
2: When Rich Porter got killed.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. We didn't know what was going on. I had Rich Porter, he had a Mazda, black one. A 323, I had that shit riding around for about a week and two, a week or two. We still didn't know what was going on. We trying to figure it out. So later on after that, um, trying to think what I did after that. I probably, no, I think I opened up hustling in the street on um, 142nd between Broadway and Amsterdam. I was selling crack at the time, $2 bottles. $2 bottles? $2. You could buy crack for $2. So if I felt in a good mood, I'd sell it for $1. And I was doing shit. about ten to 20000 a day, mm. me and my team. Can't make this up. Um, it started getting hot. Police running in there, niggas going to jail and bailing all my team out, shit like that. I left and went upstate New York, started hustling up there. I met my nigga Pistol Pete. I don't know if y'all familiar with him Mm -hmm. from Soundview. Good uh, the sex money murder. That's like that's my family. He wasn't Pistol Pete at that time. I started hustling up there, doing my thing up there, come back to Harlem because it got hot up there. I started going to VA, making money in VA, and then I caught a bid, going to VA Mm. on the highway and I was facing 60 years. Hmm. And I took it to trial cuz I knew they had nothing on me and I got 5 years. I did I did 3 years on that. Yeah, you keep going. I did 3 years from 92 to 95. I came home in 95 and I'm went down to North Carolina. My mom's moved to North Carolina. I went down there with her mm. as my rock, my background to get myself established.
4: Yeah.
2: And after I did that, I opened up, no, I moved to a little spot called Albemarle near Charlotte, moved in Charlotte, and then I opened up three clubs in Durham. I went to Chapel oh, wow. Hill, I moved to Chapel Hill, I met a girl down there and I moved to Chapel Hill. Me and her was together for five to six years. I met some friends that was in Durham that used to live up here. I started throwing a lot of parties. So I started being known well known for the parties and making a lot of like a lot of money doing that. So I opened up my own club, mm-hmm. which led to me opening up three clubs all together. And Besides the pay-the-full movie, we did the pay-the-full movie when I came home, too. Uh, they flew me out to Canada. Dame and my boy Jay Black sent for me to come out there because they know I knew the actual guys who the actors was portraying to be. So right. we was over there for three months in Canada. Canada, Toronto, it looks like Harlem. Mm. And, you know, they did that because it's cheaper to film over there. And, you know, that was a $13 million budget. So we did the last two, three weeks here in Harlem. Everybody think it was actually done in Harlem. It wasn't. It was done in Canada. Wow. I have I have a question. You know, I was just listening, you know.
1: Um let's go back a little bit. One more question. And that is <clears throat> this was I was thinking. In the movie they said that Rich asked A Z for something to get his brother out to help to, to pay to kidnappers, to get back his brother. Is that true? And if A was supposed to have it, in my opinion, why A didn't give him what he's supposed to have? Because apparently AZ was messing with Rich's sister, correct?
2: That was his wife. That was she his lived wife. in the building with us Baby downstairs. Baby mama. Baby mama, wifey, all of the above. Respect, respect Daughter to Laurel,
3: shout out to Laurel. Respect,
2: respect to everybody.
1: I'm just saying like, is that part true? Did he try to give him something, like,
2: you know, what was he didn't have to because he had Fritz in the pocket already. Gotcha. Fritz gave him what he needed to have. Gotcha. And he gave it to Polo to go and get the money and bring it back. Mm. So if anything different from that, and I, you know, it's other certain things that I really don't know all about, but that's why they put that in the movie because that's more true then maybe other people wanted to help and give money. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't even I don't know. Maybe A he might have asked A, and if he did, A gonna give you some money. One thing about A he's he always give people money.
1: How did they find out who killed Sonny? His name was Sonny. What was his brother's name? Darnell. Darnell. How did they find out?
2: Um, how they find out?
3: His 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 uncle Apples was basically to fucking, you know, inside. The uncle, the uncle like, did the shit. Yeah.
2: The uncle set it up. He was supposed to be going to school. And the uncle was what was, like? was apples, working right? for, yeah, I think it was Apples. apples. But the uncle was uh, working with Preacher. Preacher was well known for starting niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody talk about
1: Preacher, but I, I really don't. You know, people ask me, you don't know about Preacher's story, I really don't know about his Story. I really don't know about him.
2: Oh, I know all about him. His son was my homeboy. But um, Is that
1: the guy that they said that allegedly were Kevin Child's moms? Or oh, that's different. Uh-uh. That
2: was somebody else. Somebody else that was okay. somebody else from the Bronx, I think. Oh, okay. That's totally different.
1: Pardon me. See, that's what I'm saying. It's good that I asked. I don't wanna say the wrong shit. Yeah. To yeah, have niggas man. like come up <laughs> here and say Queen's flip putting out the wrong information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But preach real quick, real quick, um, so how did they find out? Do you know how they found out it was Uncle? Did he tell him himself? Did they investigation?
2: I can't remember exactly how the fuck that happened. That's a good question.
1: Okay. Because they
2: found once once they knew Rich was dead, they went on to kill Darnell. They chopped his finger off to show that they ain't playing, right? So they already automatically... Abe was saying to me, like, they automatically should have known Darnell was dead after that because they let him talk to the mother. Mom, may I cut my finger? Mom, help me. Please help me. That actually happened. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know exactly how they found Y'all out. You see that
3: on the news and shit back in the days? That shit was front page paper and all 32 years old, mm-hmm. man. Oh, my, yeah. bad. my bad. I don't I don't
2: know. <laughs> <My>
3: <laughs> I don't K- know exactly. I ain't saying exactly you look though. old, yeah, old
1: yeah. and all that. I ain't saying that. You he said, he said I look old. You said I look old. You said I look old. You told me it was your 40s, nigga. I say you look good. And you trying to violate my shit, but it's good. So, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. So, so, um, so that so all that shit happened, um, and um, it unfortunate situation. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate, Darnell. Um,
2: that's that's one of them, like my little brother. Like for real. We we is, we
3: the same age back. Like when he used to come to the block on mm-hmm. his pedal bike. Like Az brother. Like that's my best friend. Just passed. Mm-hmm. When was that last year? Mm-hmm. My man Wayne, that was a low brother. You talking to my talk a little closer. Oh, all right, because I remember you You was yeah. telling Shay, my man, shout out to my man, Shay Davis. She was like, yo, Shay, you can, you can come up to the mic and all, <laughs> all that my yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, bro, like, nah, Borg. God bless the dead, that's A-Z, little brother, that's my man. Like, when he was saying that it was times when that shit was going down, he couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. I used to have to walk to elementary school, where we walked every day. They ain't let my nigga outside no more, cause that was a little brother, Right. Mm-hmm. when all that shit was going down, when Darnell got kidnapped and all that. So I was nervous. Like our block was abandoned buildings and, and dark buildings back then. You know, We ain't had nothing but a bunch of crackheads and shit running around. So that shit. Man.
1: How long it for them to find Darnell's body?
2: Right after Rich got killed, yeah. they chopped down there up I think Yeah, they, they put t- them in bags and about a hundred bags they found them shit. like uh, right Crack after crackhead
3: nigga found them kinda right after going through the garbage
2: that happened which hmm. just that shit is like that's crazy it's a yeah. fucked up situation yeah, man. fucked up um, I was, I was, I was, Preacher who was he cause you know about him you don't have to get to he him, was, he, to he, him. Was, uh, he, he was well, he was he'll put the he had a police working for him they'll do their homework on you if you get money then they'll come tap you <laughs> on the shoulder, you know. Let me holler uh, at you, let me get 10,000 a week. If not, mm. something gonna happen to one of your niggas. And if you don't pay it, something gonna happen to one of them niggas, period. And he was the type that, when they did the investigation on they they found he had an abandoned building where he had a lot of dead people off of uh, Bradhurst. I can't make this up. The, we can't. We were just getting up top, watching the feds. The, not the feds. The yeah, the feds was out there. The fucking news. They was pulling bodies out. They would actually really take people, wrap them up, pour uh, syrup on them, so the rats could eat them in the building and all that shit. Not he was the, not, not the one country, of them.
3: Not the culture. We was we was just getting up top once. I don't know if you remember when that shit was going down when they had the building. They was filming. Um, what was the what's the nigga name, Malik uh, something with the big lips, New York? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we York don't talk about, yeah he did. Huh? Yeah, he just said. Yeah, they was just, filming yeah. a, a scene and they couldn't do it because that's that day that that shit was happening. When the feds was they going, was pulling out all pulling the bodies. Pulling out the bodies out of they there. They said they had niggas with clothes on, skeletons with old money and jewelry on, but skeletons.
2: His son was my boy named Sid. He used to come hang out with us on our block. Everybody used to come to our block hang out, and we knew who his father was. You know what I'm saying, and. He always hung out with us, and he always wanted to sell us guns all the time. After seeing some of the documentaries, now see what the fuck that (laughs) nigga was doing. You selling us guns Mm -hmm. that your pops and them them tore niggas up with, my nigga. Like, that's crazy. And now they got him in documentaries where he was snitching. Who? Sid, his son, Preacher's son.
1: So where's Preacher now?
2: He's locked up. He's he's in the Fed joint right now. Is he his life? He, yeah, I think he got life. Yeah, he definitely should have life, cause he did a lot of, a lot of treacherous shit. Niggas like one of the most ruthless niggas back then at that time, storting a lot of people, a lot of people that supposed to have money, that was supposed to have been tough. So, he's def, he definitely probably he should have life. But he, uh, I think he said, he told his kids to snitch on him so they can get out.
1: Preacher did that? Hmm.
2: Yeah. So Sid and the daughter, the daughter got locked up too to to tell on him so they can get out. My homeboy used to go with his daughter, so I don't know how far that went, but, yeah. The daughter might be home. I don't know if Sid is home. Wow.
1: And you met him before, Preacher?
2: Yeah, several times. I've been in the presence of him several times.
1: He was one of those guys back in the days.
2: Yeah, he's definitely one of them guys. Like nothing to play with. If you about your business, handle your business. If he's fucking with you, you better handle your business. Cause if not, you gonna and walk was, all over. And,
1: you. It, and it was a crew of them. Yeah,
2: he had. A, he definitely had a crew. You do your, You can. It's. It, they got the documentaries out on that. How he was moving. That yeah, should actually it. on the documentary channel about him. For real, how he was moving. So it ain't. It ain't no play play. But facts. Well,
0: well. yo, so we spoke about you know all the crazy you know stories and let that, let's bring like to something more positive now. So you got, you got, you, had, you had the clubs and stuff going on.
2: Well, now I'm um I'm in the trucking business. I'm doing. Uh, 18-wheeler trucking company, Metro. Oh, Carolina. hold up. You get it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> got to watch. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm.
2: That's a good business. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart guy. I got to watch you, yeah. man. I'm going to watch you. I got to watch your moves, man. Yeah. Very slick. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. I'm working with my brother, Damon Dash. That's my family. We got a new um, TV network that we working on in Charlotte. Well, we ain't working on it. It's a done deal. Mm. We're about to... Uh, in four weeks, we about to uh, launch. We're going forward with that, DDTV. We got his uh, the, um, Dame-Studios.com. It's like Netflix. Anybody mm. can go subscribe to that, Dame-Studios.com. And you'll see all the movies, the paid and full, the other movie that we did, Honor Up. I, I don't know if y'all familiar with that. That was one we dropped in February. Came out the same day with um, Black Panther. We sold out theaters everywhere.
0: Okay.
2: Um, we got The Liquor. Um, Dusko Wine, Dusko Blue Wine, and the Dusko Whiskey. Um, I have my artist, Spitter, my brother, Double A.
3: Sean Boy Double.
2: Um, I got a female group that's getting ready to kill the, kill the, kill the game, B.W.A. Mm-hmm. Bitches with Attitude. Oh,
4: two Two
2: young girls, and they talking that shit. Mm. And my son doing this thing, Thriller, Trey Thriller. And, uh, you know, I'll be uh, pushing the Blue Rock, Blue Rock Records. You know, Dame, Rockefeller Records is over, so Dame created Blue Rock Records. And we taking that to the next level. Dame don't really care about the music no more. He want to do his movies. That's what we got. We got some movies coming out. Mm -hmm. We got a movie called Coach that we shot already. It's done. We shot it in North Carolina. He's at the editing board with that right now. That's a Mm -hmm. movie that me and him and my boy Jay Black partnered up with. Mm. Um, He got the movie The List And uh, a few other movies But we we about to just do A whole bunch of movies That's coming back to back So you know All that blackballing shit The niggas talking about Blackballing Dame Dash And all that dumb shit Can't blackball a motherfucker That put their own money up You know mm. what I'm saying So that's what we got coming Right now So I handle You know The Blue Rock movement With my boy Jay Black And um What else we doing I got a a clothing line Carolina lady all this stuff I'm telling you is like active right now it's not man. no trying to do something all this stuff is active what we doing so um
3: big facts winter music shine boy double <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah <too. laughs> that's a fact
2: exactly yeah, yeah.
0: like this guy right there man
3: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: working that's what's up man so um yeah we working so what would you tell uh, um you know I I think I asked who would I asked this before. I asked one of the, the last guests we had, um, like, what would you tell y- y- yourself, if you could tell your, your uh, younger version of yourself, some, some advice right now? Like, what would right. you say?
2: And that's, I'm glad you asked that question because that's what this is here is all about. Right, right. I ain't up here to assassinate nobody's right. character. I ain't up here to um, glorify mm-hmm. none of that shit we did back in the day. That shit is like, thank God we came up out of it. So, The advice that I would give is Leave the streets alone Definitely now because it's over It's Mm. too much snitching going on We have no wins It's called us against us now The police don't even have to work no more Right Your best friend might leave your house Get caught doing some dumb shit You don't even know that he got caught up Then Mm. he come back around you Tomorrow The police put him right back out in the street Working And now you get 10, 20 years With your friend that you know just fucked your whole life up and it's at the blink of an eye that mm. game is over with that's why az wrote the book the game is over excuse me because all naturality it is Niggas. so get a job I, you would rather get a job because mm. once you get in the in them police hands they got somewhere they they're not letting you go it's easier to get in there and hard to get out they said they got
3: a bed for everybody
2: Everybody, and if they don't got one for everybody, they pile you up on each other.
3: Niggas is working from the inside. Niggas is getting niggas locked up. That's inside. That's getting niggas on the street locked up,
2: bro. Yeah, they say that.
3: It's twisted.
2: The government mm-hmm. program is called ghosts. It's not a... Um, it's ghost um, dope. It's when, when you are a, a comp, when you are an informant and they keep, what they call it, a witness protection, they get paid $250,000 a year. It's called a ghost prom, um, thing, um, ghost program. So if y'all not if you if, if you ain't ready to go to jail, chill out. Having fun, fucking girls, getting money from jewelry and all that shit. That shit is good until they catch you. When they catch you, all that shit go out the window. Right, right. Period. Anybody that's a rat and a snitch that was that nigga back then, once you rat and snitch, all that beautiful shit you did back then, that's out the window. You are not no longer that nigga no more. So my point to that is, why do it? If you see people doing it already, it. why fuck with it? Right. If I see if a nigga smoke crack, I see a nigga smoke, hair, uh, shoot heroin, sniff heroin, and they look horrible and terrible, why do I want to do that? Ain't mm. hey, you not you you not better than that person that looked fucked up? You not better than that nigga that was getting money now he got fifty years. Why he got 50 years? You ain't better than that other nigga that was getting a lot of money. Now he got 20 years. What make you think you can do it better? Hmm. You can't. It just take him one time to catch you. That's it. One police might work 20 years. He quit. He going to pass the case on to the new police until they get you. So it just take him one time to catch you. Leave that world alone. It's, it's, it's it don't It don't make sense, man. That's my advice.
0: How different is Harlem now from when you, when, when you were younger? Shit is, you, you
3: see? Shit, is, the shit is different. Shit different? Shit all the way different. <laughs> That's a fact.
2: Totally different. You got white people not even scared to walk around no more. Like, like what? Back then you ain't getting no white person to walk through Harlem like that. Looking
3: at you like this out, this out, we on our block, you know, in front <laughs> of our building. Yeah. They coming out the joint looking at us like, what y'all doing on this corner?
2: And I ain't even going to lie. I ain't mad at it. I like the way it look. It looks mm. good.
3: this is different.
2: Back then, a building was abandoned and it cost $1. And guess what? We ain't take advantage of it as black people. We mm. should have bought them buildings. One of my friends did. They bought it and they was going in there every day trying to work and get it up the park. I mm. used to watch them cross the street from my, my building with their hard hats on. Some friends I grew up with. They did the right thing. But... They didn't finish the business part. The business part was to go get some loans and actually do it the right way. Mm. But they tried, so I give them an E for effort. Now, all the white people got them buildings, hmm. fixed them up, and guess what? It cost two, 3000 just to live in a fucking one-bedroom or two-bedroom. My house, we used to pay $500, three-bedroom. My moms and pops used to pay. Wow. That shit is $1,500 right now in the hood of Harlem. Where they do that at? That's crazy.
1: Well, <clears throat> is there anything before we sign out? Is there anything else you have to say to people, or is there anything else you guys want to say that you may have forgotten to say? I, 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 you know, I'm stuck into the story. You know, I just can't wait home, wait to go home and put this together. You know yeah. how I do.
2: Well, one other thing that I'm doing, I'm gonna do a uh, a spinoff to paid in full. I'm actually getting a script mm. written right now, and it's going to be a series, like, power. It's called Money Mitch.
0: That's going to fire. I'm
2: doing the Money Mitch story. I got the permission from my brother, Dame Dash. Told me do what I need to do. That's another thing. Mm. He's like AZ in his time. He, If he can help you make some money, he's going to help you make some money. One of the realest niggas I know, which actually... I'm the one that brought A back down to uh, to Dane Art Gallery when he had it a couple years ago, two years ago, maybe three years ago or whatever. Put them back together because he thought A said something like, I don't like the movie, I ain't like it, which A didn't like the movie because they changed it, you know, a lot of things around from when he sold it to Dane. And the movie was called Trapped. He wrote it before I went to jail. And when I came home, he sold it damn in and them, and they turned it into Pay the Fool. When we was filming the movie, I didn't even know if it was going to be a classic the way it is.
0: Hmm.
2: So, but anyway, we're doing the series, Money Mitch. That's Money ready, Making Mitch. That's getting ready to tear the streets up. And that's it's going to be, be a series, and it's going to be real clever put together. That's why I'm I'm treating it how I'm treating it. And, um, yeah, so uh, that's basically it. Before we boogie, yeah, that's basically it, man. For those Niggas who don't, is
3: bag chases, man. Nah, so so, so for those who
0: don't know, tell them the scene that you were in and paid them for, so we can they can get. There. I was
2: in the scene. I was in one scene um, when they was passing the money. She a fuck out of Then I was in the scene where um, when Cameron shot the nigga in the ass with the chain, and he gave me the chain. Yo, you shining mm-hmm. now? He gave that to me. So <clears throat> let me elaborate on that. I'm glad you asked that question. I really wasn't even, was I wasn't <laughs> even, gonna. that was a scene that they just put together real quick. I was there doing consulting work, mm. helping the actors. Okay. And like the crying scene, when uh, Makai was in the car crying, yeah. he was in the car leaning up crying. Whoever I see, I'm going to kill him, this, that. I was like, oh, cut, cut. Dame left me and my boy Jay Black there to handle the movie. Oh, wow. He flew to LA, do what y'all need to do. I was there with Charles Stone, was the director. He gave us full control of doing whatever. Cut, I'm like, cut, nah, I don't like that. Uh, nah. So I had to show them how to act like A and act like Rich and shit like that. Even though A got with them, Lou them got with them when they came over here or whatever and showed them certain things. But over there, we was there for three months mm. filming. But... um i had to show homie how to do it rich leans like with a style you know what i'm saying it wasn't none of that sitting up and so i had to show him that he did that scene four or five times crying and we used to ask him yo how the fuck you cry that many times makai said i just think about something sad so you know i was just there doing consulting work so that scene i just stumbled across doing that they go to wardrobe real quick and they threw all that stupid shit on me the stupid looking hat and all that and that's how it happened. We didn't know the movie was going to turn out to be a classic. People see me in airports still to this day. Yo, you that nigga from Pay the Fool. Yo, still to this day. And I'm happy to be a part of that. Part of the legacy with a small part. I ain't even have to say nothing. Right. That's how real shit is. That that scene was the scene they used in the Source Awards and got Cameron a uh, Source Award. And they mm-hmm. used my scene all, like all the above. So, you know, I just feel blessed to be a part of something, because that showed me that I'm doing something right and moving in the right direction away from all the negative stuff where we come from. So I'm glad you even asked that question, for real. That's real. Give up the Instagrams.
3: Me? <laughs> At I am <laughs> Big Bootsie, B-O-O-T-S-I-E. Yeah. At shine boy double. S-H-I-N-E-B-O-Y-D-O-U-B-L-E. Sean Boy Double Harlem, yeah. oh, big facts. He's, I wanna he's tell definitely you, from Harlem.
1: I, wanna tell yeah, you guys, I appreciate you guys fact. coming up here. I man. I Appreciate you having me. Um, the story, man, is just. I'm happy that we're able to shed light on the truth. that flipped the script. Yes, you know, I was su- I was sunk in, man. You know, I was I was in in tune. Right, you know what I'm saying. I just can't wait to go home and handle. You know,
3: no, no doubt. This
2: is dope. You it's ain't
3: dope. dealing with nobody that can't talk about it. You feel me? That's our hood. The fuck they gonna say. No well, respect, yeah. that's good. Yeah. You know this what is mean? all all facts. We got the bros out here, baby. Uh, oh. Brooklyn, down. Harlem, Calm Queens, down. Down. NC. You know what I mean? To relax. We, we out here. here. We I'm out here.
1: Ready to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was
2: I was a little boy with A Z, man. He used to I'm 13 with 14, 15 birds in my house, in my living room. My mama didn't even know that. Mm. She still don't know it. She about to know it now. Oh, my God. That shit goes down the line. And we like, was the next generation
3: real? coming up, AZ, little brother, and me.
2: I used to have all that shit in my house. Bring bring me two downstairs. Bring me one more downstairs. My mom don't even know. If she would have found this, she probably flushed all that shit. Sugar been, Hill, man. I would have been in fucking Facts. deep shit. Because my fact. mom flushed shit. She done flushed a lot of my shit.
0: How she gonna feel now when she, when she see the interview? Man, lady, she know that. Lady she
2: know that story. that ain't. She know that ain't my world no more. Y'all might yeah. need an interview, and, huh? And and she knows <laughs> that yeah. I'm in a whole nother world. And right, right. She know I was in and out of shit. I got a lot of ass whoopings, my nigga. That's yeah. why I'm still here. Cause That's a lot of it. my friends is either dead, high on drugs, or locked okay. up doing life sentences right now as we speak for murders and for drugs and shit. Mm. I'm thank God for my ass whoopings and punishment couldn't come outside and I still did shit but the end of the day thank God I'm here so she already she ain't gonna understand totally she might laugh (laughs) for real (laughs) we blessed y'all coming
0: to the show man appreciate y'all coming up here appreciate y'all you know telling y'all story and uh, you know bringing us to Harlem
2: you know that No doubt.
3: 146, 145 St. Nicholas. The whole Harlem, though. Y'all, you know? and Y'all getting ready to yeah. blow
2: up majorly, so hopefully we'll be back with the uh, other stories about the network that we're doing and other positive stuff. Nah, for sure. Yeah,
3: shout my boys out down in, in, in Raleigh and Durham and Charlotte, Raleigh, too. Durham, like, you know what I mean? That's where we be Charlotte, at. Charlotte, hey, shout out to me? them. Shout out to the whole Carolina. Yeah, that's a fact. Yes. yes. <laughs> you got to make it. You little... got to get that flip. You got to get that. Got to get that. Got to I
1: was out there. I was out of North Carolina. Word.
2: Yeah, I was in Jacksonville, show.
3: North Carolina. Oh, yeah, me.
2: I was out there. That's the Army yeah. area. You, yeah. you got to come up
3: to Raleigh and, and Charlotte and shit like Salute that. Salute to, to, mm-hmm. to North Carolina, yeah, man. For people out there, man. Oh, that's yeah, a fact. Definitely. We out there. We appreciate y'all. Of, Thank you. you know a lot mm-hmm. of people
2: sleep on North Carolina. They be thinking North Carolina salt. That's why a lot of New York niggas come down there and get killed because they think it's sweet. Mm. It's nothing sweet in North Carolina Them boys bust them guns and all that You know what I'm saying It ain't nothing that I'm bragging about I'm I'm just saying I want my New York niggas to come down there Just show niggas love Don't act You know Because we we are trendsetters up here So we can't go to them places And act like we better than them We can't do that Let's be the same as everybody else It'll it'll let you last long. But We like some of the longest lasting New York niggas in North Carolina They'll tell you that It's weird. They call Durham Baby Brooklyn. They don't play down there.
3: Can't be weak. At all. Bull City. Shout out to them. (laughs) Shout out to them one time. We out
0: of here, man. At DJ G Money156 on the gram. You know, every Thursday, Tipsy Thursdays, make sure I pop out. You know, um, another classic, classic interview. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. It's my guy right here. (laughs) Big facts. Cool, man. Big
3: facts. We here, man. Sign
0: us out, man. Come on, pull.
3: Oh, yeah, so like
1: so oh, oh. yeah, come on, man. You no, know, I oh, thought up, you you out. Sign Let me sign out real quick, man. <laughs> oh, okay. My oh, bad. What's, what's up with you, man? Trying to rush out of here, man? Nah, out of
2: all due respect, but nigga, I'm just make sure you. Know.
1: I appreciate you, yo. Listen, <laughs> no doubt. Everything, I right? yeah, yeah. This, is this is Queens flip, man. um <clears throat> uh, Definitely appreciate Big boots his brother.
3: Sean boy, boy Double.
1: Double. i know your <laughs> man. Nah, come in here, man. my man um, um you know this is a classic interview man um you know I'm happy that people come up here you know we're not glorifying things and you know we're not out here trying to um put anybody in any trouble that's not what we're trying to do you know we know you know a lot of us well i'm from a lot of us have family in the game and you know Mm -hmm. I just you gotta just do your research on who niggas is, so we're able to talk about it. We know and we and we speak about it. We have conversations with our guests and let them know how we feel about subjects. So you know, I just definitely want to thank Big Bootsies, Brother Sean, Boy Double. Thank you for pulling up. Um, Yeah, (laughs) you know also you know we're not responding to anybody who has something to say or haters, man. You know I'm outside, man. I'm tangible. You know what? Any of you don't see me outside, man. Just leave me alone, man. I'm out of my business, man. And they come bother me. When they don't see yeah, you, you want to have conversations. Like, I'll be <laughs> telling Jim you something. I hope that niggas hear this. I tell this man, do not open his DMs. I tell this man, stop. But, you know, he going to do what he want to well, do. Don't. Man. They, they,
0: they, they come to my events and meet yeah. me outside, bro. Yeah,
1: you got to meet them outside, man. Because he's, you know, <laughs> to be honest, you know, what G Money may think is not what Queen Flip may think. This is where it goes. It gets. It always get difficult for you guys, man. You, <laughs> got, you just got to just. Follow the proper protocol, you know what I mean. G Money actually is a guy that's good. He will sit to have a conversation with you, and he and he tells me like yo flip, you know what I mean. And and the thing is like a lot of things has to be moved around, but we definitely everybody's story needs to be told. We ain't good, we ain't too good not to tell nobody's story. If yeah. you have a story you want to tell, everybody's story needs to be told. You know what I'm saying? We just want to be able to do the right thing for the platform in order to move forward. You know, we don't want to oversaturate and overdo things. You know what I mean? G Money coming to me like yo flip, I think it's a great idea. I'ma listen to my brother. You know I me, mean? I may be a little combative at first, but if you know, if it makes sense, it makes sense. Business is first, and that's what a lot of people you know, we're not one of facts. those platforms that you just gonna get a shine shine off of because you know, somebody said that they kidnapped somebody didn't wanna talk about it. Somebody said they did something else and wanna talk about it. And certain things just have to make sense to us as a business because we don't wanna oversaturate or do things that don't make sense. You know what I mean? And facts. It's, it's the people at first. So screen flip. URLtv.tv remember lock your doors close your windows
3: hey flip yo i say one thing before we go oh man you just stopped <laughs> nah that, you just say, yeah yeah yo listen bro for real i want to say this right yeah i want i want to give a shout out to big brother AZ and big brother Lou you know what i'm saying mm. more power sure, because man. that's our brothers that's right and i just want y'all you know when y'all see this or G this come together let's get this back stop right. fucking playing Right. yeah cuz we can talk to them like that that's our bros yeah
2: exactly
3: all right let's get this back let's go <laughs> for it.
2: that's all we sticking together facts sticking together and you don't lost
3: too many niggas from my block that's real let's go can't lie
2: nobody so,
1: to disrespect now, the, the, my the, brothers the, 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 the main camera shut off you uh, know i was get like, my outro out but my man stopped me oh my bad yeah it's okay no it's all right uh, it's all right really, the main <laughs> camera shut off you know let <laughs> me you know but um pardon me can you can you uh see what right can you go press the start and stop button behind the camera, please? Behind it. Yes. This is a start and stop button. There we go. We back. So yeah. Get out of s- here, man. Double. Get shot. shot <laughs> <Get> out of here. <laughs> remember, lock your doors. <laughs> close your windows. Close your blinds. If you see a nigga like Bootsy. <laughs> open blinds. Oh no, no, no. no. We, we skipping over the blinds. Oh, We're shit, open I- blinds. <laughs> close your blinds. Look through the door. <laughs> People- if you see a nigga like Bootsy <laughs> on your lawn. Let him in. If you see Sean, boy, don't be afraid to get a firearm. I'm from (laughs) Queen.